Back to the comic book bullies, nurse new bullying host Leroy, aka Wavy Davy, with my co-host. Uh, Can you Eli? see me there? I'm hey, it's Eli. Yeah. I am Eli, aka Top Flight Security. There you go, <laughs> Top Flight. And Eli, guess what? We are not on Facebook. We are still banned. They have they have not forgotten. They know what we did. Damn. So was it like Y2K where they just flipped the numbers and reset? Right. No, nothing like that. I guess they were like they were like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so we get things. So yeah, welcome back to a new episode. This is a new year in the year of our Lord, 2023. So yeah, so this way to stop the show, Eli. I, I was never going to be do, do that joke again. So yeah, uh, <laughs> so yeah, we're going to get into it, and we do want to pay our respects. Like I said, some stuff happened, but I don't really know what much we can do, Eli. I don't, I don't. I'm gonna let you kind of take over for this, but I'm gonna just do a two for one. Rest what in peace to. Uh, Rest in peace to Pele and Barbara Walters. So, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't know we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. I guess they did. Pass I, I should have told you. We're talking about. Yeah, we, we need to do more conference calls. Yeah. I guess I don't know. But yeah. I, heard, I, I just heard the gangster boo passed away too. Like that's the next one. That's what I was gonna ago. say because I feel like we're uncultured <laughs> swine because I don't really know much about Pele. Don't really know much about Barbara <laughs> Walters other than one played soccer and one reported. And I was like, okay, that's the thing. But I know gangster boo. Yeah, so yeah, Gangsta Boo just died, just passed. Don't really know the whole situation about it. Uh, for those who don't know who Gangsta Boo <laughs> was, she was a part of uh, Three Six Mafia. Maybe you know them, maybe you don't. They're the only rap group to win a Grammy and an Oscar. <laughs> it only was, and she was part of them. So yeah, uh, all day right before we record, and I was actually with Gangsta Boo. I actually day. worked one of their. No, I actually worked one of their shows when I was uh, working a club. I, I was worked the side stage. Of their show, uh, three six mafia shows can get yeah pretty rare. Yeah, I, I I had to keep people from going backstage. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> yeah. They I was listening to Gangsta Boo just all day. Three six mafia, all that nineties rap back then. It, it it took me back, Eli. It just took me back. Yeah, it made me realize that I was a different person back then to the well-adjusted individual you know right now. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think he phased out. But don't worry, he'll jump back in. All right, so that being said, we're going to move on past that unless you want to ask some more stuff about Gangsta Boo. But we're going to get into – oh, you there? There you go. You froze for a second. I'm and now you back. Yeah, okay, cool. I was frozen. All right. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, we're going to move on to the top ten. But before we move to the top ten, we're going to move on to the best of. Because there was one thing that we do want to talk about that was the best of last year. And it was the best Waffle House fight of 2022. There was a bunch of them, but this was by far <laughs> – the best one because i just wanted to show you some clips of it but it happened like on on christmas eve i guess people were not at home with their family they was at christmas eve eating waffle house and this happened and honestly either they are throwing haymakers at these people the fight is like long as hell it's like three minutes you know but this is the scene that got everybody's attention boom she caught a chair i'm sorry i gotta rewind that rewind that instant replay they threw a chair and she caught it with one hand 
So she instantly became mean. Whoever this Waffle House employee is, I hope she get, you know, uh, promoters of like that because they freeze framed it and she was like flipping it off for like, come on, throw the chair before she did it. So, yeah. So it got so crazy. <laughs> Boss Logic even did a meme of it. <laughs> like he did an anime <laughs> meme of it where anime chick grabs uh, Waffle House. I'm like, what? That's that's where we live in now. So, yeah. <laughs> so shout out to Waffle House chick. I hope she didn't get fired. But it's almost like a Waffle House because we get so many Waffle House fights. Like you almost got to have on an application. Can you fight? Yes or no. And then under that, if you can fight, what martial art disciplines do you know? Uh, Krav Maga, Muay Thai, you know, Jukindu, boxing, Greco-Roman wrestling, you know. And what's your win-loss record? And so, I don't know. Well, Waffle House just seems like it's, it's too much for me. So, I don't know. All right. Eli, really just, we have dilly-dallied enough. Can we, can we jump into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so like I said, for people that are looking at the banner, looking at the thumbnail, what we have going on right now, we're going to talk about our top 10, really, not just movies, even though I got into the banner top 10 movies, we're just going to talk about like our top 10 things. So we're going to talk about top 10 um, movies, we're going to talk about TV the shows. best of the year show, yeah. Best of the year show, this is like our best of the year show, and we're going to talk some comics also, just like the best of the year comics, so we're not going to do any new ones, just some of the old stuff that happened before, so we got to jump into it. I do want to let you know, I have briefly looked at Eli's list, and I will let you know that his list is a lot better than mine. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to just let it go, Eli. I'm going to let you go first. Even though I know you, you put the list and you didn't put them in order, I'm, I can't let you cheat. You got to put them in order this time. So, give okay, me some so I got you... to place them. You got to place them. Uh-huh. You're putting you on your spot. So, you can give it to me. What is your number 10 movie of the year? Um, I will go with my number 10, Enter Galactic. Okay, so you got to tell me about this because you told me about it, but I have no idea what this is and where can you find it? Is this it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, it's, cool. Uh, okay, that's a little it. gem that I, a surprising little cool little flick that I found on Netflix. Um, it's, so it's uh, on Netflix, okay. Uh, Kid Cudi does the voices. It's like a hip-hop animated um, rom-com. And it's done in the same style of animation as like Into the Spider-Verse. Um, it was cool. So it's visually, animation is all weird and cool and, you know, but it's, 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 it's a straight up love story, a straight up romantic comedy. There's no action or anime or fights or any of that shit. No superpowers. It's just this dude. He's like a comic book artist. Um, rides a BMX, living in Manhattan, in New York, um, gets a new job, you know, as an artist, and then he's juggling his ex and the neighbor chick, um, and just oh, he got two chicks going. Okay, yeah, yeah, just it's, yeah. So trying to decide where what is he going to do with his life? One of them, you know, uh, the, the you know the fork in the road movies. Do I go back to the, my old past or do I venture into my a new stage in life type of movie? And it's animated. It's cool. There's some really cool animation sequences. Um, yeah, and it was just I, I was like surprised, like wow, that was really fucking cool. I did not ex uh, did not even hear about this. It just showed up on my, you know, watch list or whatever, like suggestions. I'm like trailer just automatically played. I'm like, what the fuck is this? All right, right. Check that it didn't out. show up yeah. on mine at all. Like I'm saying, I never heard it before. Yeah. Till you said something about it. So yeah, yeah, cool hip hop soundtrack, cool animation. Like I said, it's done. It's like it's like into the Spider Verse, you know. So, yeah. So check it out on Netflix. Cool, cool. All right. So good number ten. Here's my number ten. Here we go with the shit show. First off, <laughs> I I debated about this, but I went ahead and threw it on it anyway. My number ten is 
the woman king i did uh, not he, see this yet I, uh, eli I, you can because i just want you to know if anybody ever if anybody heard my review of the woman king when we were here i was very conflicted about this movie because yes on one hand it is a very well acted movie well choreographed movie a lot of action in it great story uh viola davis is probably going to get nominated for an oscar if she hasn't already you know for this role because she was just that good in it everybody was good in this role but on the flip side of it this movie is about the Dahomey tribe, which I didn't know about it at first, and I learned about it later on. That's the tribe that was the number one slavers in Africa. Yeah. So we're celebrating the movie of the people that may or may not have, you know, migrated my, you know, trafficked my ancestors from Africa to America. And I'm supposed to be celebrating that. So I'm conflicted. That's why it's, it's number 10, but yeah. I gotta leave it there, you know. Yeah. And my and and we we talked about this when when yeah. you reviewed it. I'm like, you know right. what? Celebrate! Hey, celebrate your ancient people's way of combat because everybody else does. Everybody jerks off the Romans. They love the Vikings. The Vikings who were slavers and human sacrifice. Yeah, right. everybody everybody's allowed to celebrate their right. ancient culture. Three hundred warriors. Yes. But the moment they did this shit, same thing with uh, Wakanda Forever with Namor and and you know the the you know the South American tribes. They they got to like slander, you know right. what they did in their past. But meanwhile, you can you know everyone's all about the Romans and the Christian Crusades and the Vikings and you know and all you know shit. Tom Cruise played a good Nazi in a movie. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so fuck it, yeah. If you, you celebrate black women murking the British Empire, fuck yeah. <laughs> So, like I said, and on a scale, on a, on a movie aspect, I got to put it there. Just saying. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, what's your number nine? I'm gonna go with the outfit. Okay, um, there's another one I've never heard of, or if I heard of it, it just kind of just flew over my my radar. Yeah. yeah, this is just a good old fashioned gangster flick. Um, it's it takes place in gangland Chicago, you know, during po- prohibition. It's about this uh, English tailor. He, he's got a shop in, in Chicago. He makes suits. Most of his customers are gangsters. And then there's some dirt going on. And he gets involved in it. He gets caught in the middle of this gangland rivalry. And he has to, you know, deal with that. So it's just a cool crime noir gangster flick. Cool. Okay. Hey, uh, who, my kids in it. Oh, hey. Nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> we I see guess. you. Close the door. <laughs> oh man. So, all right. So, like I said, oh well, who's in this movie? Um, the guy uh, I can't remember his name. He's the guy who did. Um, he was in um, uh, that Spielberg flick. I don't know the actors. But- Spielberg has like a hundred movies. Yeah, the color purple. I mean, no, that one, the Ready Player One. He played the the main guy in Ready Player One. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know you talking he's about. He's a British right. actor, and he's like the main guy. And there was some like young gang, young younger actors and actresses. So, hold on. Okay. Let me go deal with her real quick. But you, you go I'll be right back. Ahead. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and talk. Don't worry. My next one's boring anyway. So yeah. All right. So number nine is, oh, not the uh, Woman King, The Northman. Okay, like I said, this was an awesome fucking movie. I love the Norseman on here. This was not a controversial movie, and it was just like what Eli was talking about, just like uh, the woman king. People are scared to celebrate, you know, ancient cultures and warriors. 
But meanwhile, the vice turned around doing uh, all this crazy shit in it because he was doing some crazy shit. And he was a cannibal in this movie. He damn near thought he was a dog. He was eating people, stabbing people. He was just a barbarian, a Viking barbarian. It was awesome. People keep talking about, oh, man, I wish Thor and Love of Thunder would stop being so jokey and be more like a Viking. Stop expecting Marvel to do shit and just watch this because this oh, is what you want. <laughs> I haven't seen this. I didn't watch fucking it. awesome. I watched this. Is this it? is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's on Peacock. It's on Peacock. Yeah, and I'm gonna I, a little bit, yeah. What's funny is like I was gonna watch The Northman, and, and the reason why I didn't yet, because it's made by the guy who did The Lighthouse and, right. and Witch, now, which I'm not I, I do of. have to give a disclaimer. I do have to give a disclaimer. Yeah. Like I said, it is low on my top 10 list because there are some slow parts. Don't yeah. get me wrong. There are that some dude slow makes parts. weird yeah. artsy flicks that I, I find. This a little, is a weird artsy flick. Yeah, because you think it's just a, a yeah. yeah, they get a little pretentious, so I ended up watching the outfit instead of the North. Right. <laughs> you know, so yeah, but I've been meaning to check this out. I just haven't. Yeah. And, and it's on Peacock. It may still be on Peacock. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, this is a weird, trippy movie also because I think Odin shows up. Okay. Something. I don't know. But maybe happened. But what I, when I dig into this movie, I actually realized something. This movie is based on like like viking lore mm -hmm. but it goes deeper than that the viking lore was adapted by william shakespeare in the hamlet okay. so this is where that came from the first the name of the guy name is hamlet and the whole story is hamlet so the northman is hamlet that's all it is oh okay yeah so i was watching i'm like oh what fuck? like he's like a kura kurosawa did that shit he like adapted like Hamlet stories, but made them in like I think uh like Macbeth was like thrown a blood with samurai and shit like that. Like right, he right. did that. Like like Ron is basically King Lear with samurai. <laughs> right. But but yeah. it's weird because because Shakespeare stole this. <laughs> so they did the original. Oh <laughs> like, but damn, y'all going deep with this shit. Okay. So right. yeah, but it's 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 basically the story Hamlet is based on. And Sarsgar, whatever the guy's name is, true blood guy, was awesome. If you pick him as the next Thor, I would have no problem. Because honestly, I believe even though he's a regular dude, he could kick Thor's ass right now in this movie. Just yeah. All right. So anyway, that's all I gotta say. What you got? Number eight. Let's let's go. Number eight. I'll go with the sadness. The um, sadness. Okay. I know you have talked about this, but I want you to elaborate. Or you so know, so this is uh, uh, uh I, I did pick the right one, didn't I? Yeah, that's it. Uh, okay. Cool. I all think right. it's Taiwan. It's a Taiwan zombie esque movie. It's about a virus that um, goes around and affects people's and makes them turn totally insane and acts out their most <clears> darkest <throat> desires. It's very gory, very violent, very depraved, very mean-spirited, not for the faint of heart, not for the squeamish, but for horror fans, it's, it was a blast. Um, uh, it's basically the closest we'll get to a crossed comic adaption. There's that comic crossed garth ennis you mentioned same before, concept yeah. yeah it's closest that we'll ever get to that sort of a, a comic book or a, a movie adaption of that comic but yeah like i said just just brutal twisted fucked up shit <laughs> but <laughs> it was a blast it was a to totally delivers on on gore on violence on the horror and the coolest zombie movie or zombie quote unquote in years zombie flick so yeah Check out the sadness. That was on that popped up on uh Shutter. So. On Shutter. Okay. All right, cool. All right. Now you ready for us to lose everybody? <laughs> okay. Here's what we go. Here's where everybody clicks off. I'm about to watch everybody click off right now on this one. Because here's my number eight. 
My number eight is Sonic 2. Sorry. Okay. I had to put it on there. I'm going to tell you why I had to put it on there. I know it's weird to put it on there. And there was a bunch of cartoon movies. You had Chip and Dale. You had DC Super Pets. Why Sonic 2? Because it was awesome. I'm sorry. It was fucking awesome. I love this movie. I still think. Remember, I kept saying Sonic 1 was the best video game movie of all time? You did. Well, this beat that. <laughs> Plus, you had Jim Carrey showing up. Jim Carrey went balls to the wall. This movie, Jim Carrey gave his most Jim Carrey performance. It may be his last role, and it felt like it was his last role. Like, if this is my last role, I'm just going to go all out because Jim Carrey had me dying the whole movie in this in this set. Just Sonic, the voice actor of Sonic was hilarious. He was funny. It, it was a heartfelt message also, you know, where it was about family and all the stuff like that. You know, Idris Elba played the, the bad guy, the Knuckles, you know, and he was, like, dark and brooding and actually threatening, even though it was a cartoon porcupine or whatever the hell he was i don't know he was threatening at the beginning of the movie until you know sonic started beating his ass and shit like Who, that sonic you know? no son- it just elba didn't voice sonic oh uh, it- <laughs> yeah it just elba voiced it knuckles the, the red one. Oh, yeah. okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Is, he? Is, he- is he a porcupine he's a echidna i don't know what that is but it's a thing oh. It's like, it's a, like another, in the porcupine family, but another rodent of some sort or something like that. Yeah. Where's AK David? He knows all this weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, <laughs> well, actually, from <laughs> the echidna, you know, all this shit. Uh, but yeah, so that's it right there. But that's not the craziest thing about this movie. Like, if that was the craziest thing about this movie, I would end it off that, and that was it. But the weirdest thing about this movie is in the middle of the movie. Now, this is the part that everybody hates about this movie. Everybody knocks it. This is actually my favorite part about the movie where Sonic just disappears, goes away. He gets captured or knocked out or whatever the fuck like that. And the middle half of the movie, the middle part of the movie turns into a Tyler Perry movie. Like straight, it's a straight up Tyler Perry plot. All Because everybody in the movie is black and like every, all the Sonic's like human people are black. And they go to a wedding and they're just like doing weird <laughs> wedding shit. And it's like, what? This is weird as fuck. And they really put this in the movie. And it like goes on like for like 10, 15 minutes. Like no Sonic, no Knuckles, no Tails, no Jim Carrey, nothing. It's just them. Just and I'm like, the balls are doing you put bad this shit. by all by themselves. <laughs> right. I was, that's what it felt like. Oh, like this would be, you could make this, if I didn't know it's a Sonic movie, if I turned, I think it was a Tyler Perry movie I'm watching right now. And it worked. That's the fucked up part about it. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> so when Sonic came back in, the movie got rolling again, stuff like that. I was like, wow. So yeah. And then of course, you know, all kind of video game Easter eggs and adult jokes and stuff like that. Jim Carrey threw one in at the very end when Sonic whooped his ass. He was like, Sonic, hold up. We don't have to be mean. I mean, we were, you did things. I did things. It was good people on both sides. I'm like, wait, did he throw a Trump line in there? Like, <laughs> kids wouldn't catch that shit, but he threw it in there. So I'm like, yeah. So that's why I had to put Sonic 2 in there. I know I lost everybody. I don't care. It's in there. So yeah. Oh, uh, keep it real, num- man. Gotta keep it keep real. It real. That's, that's so so <laughs> we're not getting paid, so I don't have to, you know. So what's uh number seven? Um, I'll go with Beast. Beast, okay. Beast. You have talked this- about this, but yeah, I re- I believe I reviewed it on the show. I think this got slept on. This totally flew under the radar. But um, we had a good year in horror. Horror fans totally ate this year. You know, a lot of cool horror flicks came out this year. But this one kind of flew under everybody's radar. Kind of got slept on. It's it, Speaking of Idris Elba, you know, it's a creature. It's a total creature feature. Lion. It's Jaws with the lion. It just Elba takes his uh, his daughters on an African safari trip. They get attacked by a fucking wild lion, and it's 
a little light on gore. It's PG-13, I believe, but it's still just a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of cool, Boom, intense, intense uh, scenes and shit. Very suspenseful scenes. Um, yeah, just a cool creature feature. Um, and it's funny because I was listening to uh, Gomer show, the Gomer show, uh, mm-hmm. this Geeks and Comics earlier. I ended up fell, fall, I fell asleep on it, but, but they were talking about shout out to Gomer. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Gomer and and, the, and those guys, <laughs> um, aka David and and all those guys. <laughs> but they were talking about uh, Nope, and they're talking about whether it's a horror movie. And then they got to talk. They were discussing whether or not Jaws is a horror movie, and I was like, shit. Look at these. Okay. Just a, yeah. They... Just adorable <laughs> rookies. <guys>. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, Jaws is a horror movie. It's a creature feature. It, That's bad when though, I know more about horror than they Yeah. Do. <laughs> even though it's a real animal or a real thing that is attacking people, it is considered horror. Horror is gore. Horror is physical. Horror is the monster. The you is what you see. Is the gore, the death scenes. Terror is what they were talking about. The suspense. That's of the mind. That's suspense. Terror and horror, two different things. Horror is physical. Terror is mental. Like, you got to go on that show and break it down. Yeah. For them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and Jaws is a very, it was like one of the greatest horror movies, considered one of the greatest horror movies of all time. You know, the, the biggest scare is when the jaw, when the shark comes out of the water. Biggest scare in, in, uh, in, in cinema history. You know, we get the, the head coming out of the boat body part the kid getting eaten and blood splatting up in the water yes it's very keep much mind, that movie movie. was rated pg <laughs> and it was rated pg <laughs> <laughs> right the leg the, the the chopped off leg floating god down to the yeah it's mm-hmm. a, it is very much a horror flick even though it's a real animal that you know mm-hmm. but that that's what we call it's a, it's and a they wonder why 80s kids are so fucked up yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this beast is a horror flick it's even though it's a lion this lion is eating people yeah. in, in the same vein man versus yeah. nature you know yeah, yeah yeah that's a theme that that's a theme in horror flicks too so yeah but yeah this was a lot of fun um i keep telling people you gotta watch beast it's, it's really cool it's it's a lot it's just a fun good old-fashioned creature feature monster movie but it's you know with a lion. it's jaws with the lion it just elba kills it you know why this guy has this has he gotten an, an oscar yet because this motherfucker can act. <laughs> no, matter of fact, his movies keep flopping. That's what I kept telling you. He like two movies out. Nobody saw him but you. And you kept raving about both of them. I was like, well, you like the number one Idris Elba fan club. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. I mean, it was it's a fun horror flick. But then the family drama, you know, he brought it, you know, as a father. He plays the dad. He's protecting his children. And he he knocked it out of the park as far as like the performance. Like this movie did not need to be this good. But. And Idris it was on Peacock. Yeah. yeah, Idris Elba, dare I say, elevated it. <laughs> <laughs> For all those critics who don't want to recognize horror as a fucking legitimate <laughs> genre. <laughs> Beast is cinema. It is cinema, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, check out Beast. It's a lot of fun. Okay. All right, so my number seven. We're, gonna, we're getting back on track. We're getting back on track. I don't think there's going to be an unpopular opinion with this. So my number seven is going to be Bullet Train. Okay. Like I said, now, Eli, the reason we didn't review this on the podcast, because we never reviewed Bullet Train on podcast. We even talked about it before on there because yeah. I didn't watch it when it first came out. I watched Neither it like, did I. like oh, Neither did I. yeah, I watched like a month after it came out, went, went with some people, went there. And I was like, wait, it was fucking awesome. Because I honestly, I didn't see anything about it, didn't know anything about it. So when people kept showing up and spoil, I'm not going to spoil anything. Like people kept popping up in the movie like, oh, that person there, that person there. And the plot just kept moving. The movie had like an energy to it. 
That's what I liked about it. You know, I think it was about the same John Wick guys or Deadpool guys, yeah. something like that. I think it was those same guys. So yeah. And and, and it felt like that because they had like a steady moving going, just like a bullet train keeps going. The move the movie had a steady pace going to it. It felt like a, a better version of Smoking Aces, if you remember that. It felt like that, you know. Uh and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and it was some awesome performance. And like you think like it was just Brad Pitt just carrying this movie. It really wasn't like Brad Pitt did his thing. But it was a bunch of other acts in here, like stealing the show that might have stolen the movie from him, like Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh, uh, did yeah, I say it right? I or is that I Anya Taylor? Did not Johnson? know that was him at first. <laughs> nobody knows him. He every movie he's in, nobody recognizes him. <laughs> you know. But the thing was, he did such a good role in this movie. That's why they gave him Craven. Like he got Craven off this movie. You know. Oh, uh, but yeah, other actors in and stuff like that. So, but I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Just watch it. Go in as clean as possible. Uh, and you're gonna love it. I, I like. I don't. I, I don't see anybody watching Bullet Train's like that movie sucked. You lied to me. No, Bullet Train's awesome. On Netflix, yeah. go watch it. it yeah, so. it's a lot of fun. It didn't. Make, it's on my honorable mentions. It is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, action scenes were cool. I, I, I really dug that shit too. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't talk about. It. It's too bad. There's a few movies that I would like to have talked about, but we were busy doing yeah. other shit, you know. But, uh, but yeah, Bullet Train's was fun, you know. All right, what do we got next? Number um, six. I'll go. Yeah, shit, I'll go with everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay, give it um, to me. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Yeah, this is what people are saying: the best X Men movie or multiverse movie ever made. <laughs> right, best Marvel movie this year. <laughs> um, I go. just I thought it was a lot of fun it, just to see short round. Was it Key High Kwan? Or Huey Kwan. He killed it in this movie. He yes. should be nominated. Like I don't, I don't know who's getting nominated for what, but he should be on that list. But yeah, movie. to see him kick ass again. I'm a look. Oh, I'm wearing a short round shirt right now. Right, <laughs> and the fact he hasn't done a movie since that movie. Yeah, <laughs> you know? the Goonies or whatever, you know. And he's that good. Like what the hell, man? <laughs> yeah, um, a lot of fun. The multiverse movie. Uh, you know, the, what I really liked about this is. It was a, it was this big high concept sci-fi adventure, but it was totally low budget. You know right. what I mean? They, and it, it was it, more it, of a family drama, not even just it, a family drama, like romance drama, also. You know? Yeah, yeah. It, it was totally yeah a family drama going through these changes and trying to you know, uh, you know they they're going through this conflict where they're losing their business and you know and then the daughter the relationship between the daughter and the mom it gets it's some very heartfelt moments in this movie. But it, it, you know, but it's around this big, zany, wacky sci-fi adventure that doesn't have the big beam in the sky or all these, you know, the mm. big digital effects. It's not it's like it's like the opposite of a Disney movie. And it <laughs> doesn't know? overexplain the sci-fi rules either. Yeah. They throw it at you like and you better catch it because we're moving on. We got. Shit yeah. To do. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't overexplain itself. It's a lot of the action scenes, some of the craziest action scenes. Um, I've seen in a, in a while. And that's the thing, like, like, and I, and I was wondering about it because I was like, I think I thought the sci-fi was gonna be like over complicated, but the way they broke it down, it's like, well, I get it. Yeah, it makes, I mean, it's crazy, shit, but, but I get it. You know, if you're a comic book fan, this is like, yeah, if you re, if you're an yeah, X-Man if you're a comic or, fan, it's like, okay, yeah, so it's like, blah 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 blah. Yeah, okay, cool. This is go, okay, let's go. Cool. This is Crisis on Infinite Earths, so and like, right, <laughs> you know. Okay, just, so it's these rules, you know. So. Yeah, but taking that that sci-fi concept of the multiverse and the multiple, the infinite versions of yourself, and that there's like there's a, there you know all. What this is what I loved about it is like, you know, if there's an infinite version of yourself, you know, there's that evil part of you. There's the darkest side of you. Like they even talked about in the community, 
the darkest right. timeline. The darkest timeline, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, so there's those parts of yourself that are out there somewhere doing some shit, but that's you still have to come to terms with those. And that's what that this movie does. It's like, yeah, yeah where you make the worst decisions, where you make, you're, where you're the most asshole person ever, you know, and you have to come to terms with your worst decisions and shit. And this but movie she, does that, yeah. yeah. But she also, uh, just like she got in, in contact with her worst version, she also got in contact with her best version. Because mm-hmm. it turns out that this lonely housewife, her multiversal version of her was Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. So she got to see like the movie star version of herself also. And it almost got like autobiographical where Michelle Yeoh felt like her success was trapping her. And she almost wished she envied the housewife. And I'm like, so you taking this most of her shit and make it emotional? Like, damn, okay, I wasn't expecting that, you know? Yeah. And that's the and scene where she was talking to, you know, uh, Short Round, and they fell out of contact. You know, he was just like, look, I want you went about your life, what about my life? We did what we did, even though I still miss you. And I was like, damn. So it, it had, like, some real emotion going on in this movie. So. Yeah, and how he was like, I got, you know, where he had, he's the guy, oh, all right. Spam, spam, yeah, spam, spam. spam. Okay, yeah. We must, we must yeah, sponsor us, man. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, yeah, where he's like, he, he's like, do you think, oh, he's just a pushover guy. You know, he's mm-hmm. always keeping the peace. He doesn't say peep, but he's the, he's the ground, he's the one that grounds everybody in this turmoil relationship between the family. He's the one that centers everybody. And when he talks about how hard that is to do, to be positive all the time, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that was, it's a really great, great emotional scenes. And yeah, just a lot of fun. I'm kicking myself in the ass that I, it's not higher on my list, but I got some more shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> but was still, a awesome it, flick. Awesome flick. Yeah. I mean, contrary to popular belief, 2022 actually has some good movies. So yeah. yeah. All right, uh, where are we at? Number six? Or oh, you had number six, now I'm on my number six. Okay, my number six is, and this may be controversial, but not controversial for anybody listening to this show. Okay. Weird. That's on my that's on my list. So weird the Al Yankovic story. Like I said, we talked about this, loved it. I said it was the funniest movie this decade, even though it was only three years <laughs> in it. But like I said, it was just funny, hilarious. Al Al Yankovic, like it is exactly what you expect a Al Yankovic movie to be, a biopic to be. It was crazy. Uh, it almost felt like it was revenge for UHF because it fe- if times it felt like UHF again. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe just went 100% balls to the wall in this movie. Like, he played it like it was a real movie. I was like, okay, Madonna. <laughs> I wouldn't expect all that shit for that. Look, if you haven't seen the movie, just go see the movie. It's, it's insane. It's on Roku. It's free. Hit me up. I will send you the link to it for free. Boom. There you go. Matter of fact, it's on our page for free. <laughs> so I don't know who to go from there. So yeah, that's all I got. So I guess we go to real number five. We're kind of just breezing right. through this right now. So what, what's your number five? Oh, am I back? Am I back? I thought I dipped out for oh, a second. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you left. Yeah, you may have left. Okay. I thought you were just like doing <laughs> pop locking. Uh, you know? <laughs> no, fuck it. Number five, I'll put weird too. I love this. Oh, okay. This was so much fun. Yes, it was the funniest. Boom. I laughed at a movie in a long time. Um, and we talked about this, like comedies, it's hard to make a comedy nowadays, you know, because everybody's straight, getting canceled, you know, yeah, a straight up, like a, yeah, there's some comedies, your rom-coms and your, you know, your fluffy, you know, family comedies and stuff like, but, but the, no one's making like raunchy adult comedy anymore. And I think right. it's because people are afraid of offending people. Which yeah. is and, and even sad. this wasn't raunchy or you know adult it was 
kind of, you know, it was PG. It was very, it was like gore and blood and shit. Oh, yeah. Now, okay, now I think about it. Yeah, towards yeah. the end where yeah, Pablo Escobar like, shows up again. Pablo Escobar and shit. <laughs> yeah, okay. That shit was hilarious. But yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's fucking hilarious when he beats up the, the his dad beats up the accordions. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> Even though I know it didn't happen, it was still hilarious the way he did it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this this movie. What would you like, say? The devil's juice box or some shit the he called it? The devil's squeeze box. The devil's squeeze box. He's playing I Love Rocky Road in a biker bar and shit. Then uh, <laughs> <laughs> he started breaking shit. Yeah. yeah, what the hell's going on? What is that? What is that? Alien invasion? What? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> you getting beamed up? It's, it's, a, it's a light, a lighting effect. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> All right, for one, welcome our new Instagram. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. There's a, uh, um, yeah. It, it was just a lot of fun. I had a, I had a blast uh, watching this. I laughed so hard, um, and it was just, it was just cool to see a, a, a straight up comedy. Like I haven't, I don't think I've watched like a straight up comedy that made me laugh this hard in, in years. Because so, in this age, it's hard yeah. to even make one, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, weird. The Al Yankovic story, fucking a. Um, shit, I, 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 I should put it higher, but fuck it. I'll since we're talking about. I thought about it, putting it higher also, but I'm like, it's it's right. But just the fact that it's on there. That's yeah, it. I, I yeah. had, I had so much fun with this. I had to like, you know, I've been telling anybody, you got to see the Weird Al movie. It's fucking hilarious. Because Eli, I've been looking at other people's top tens list, like just just random people, like it. Nobody has weird on their list. I think we're the yeah. only ones that have weird on the list. So yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So much fun. Yeah, but I guarantee you, just like uh, we said about Bullet Train, go. Out, I I put my stamp. Eli and I both put our stamp on weird. Watch that. You will not be like you lied to us. You said this shit. This shit was gonna make me laugh. No, this shit will make you laugh. I guarantee you. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Especially if if you're from our generation. I think if people like if you don't know who Weird Al is and what he is and what he's known for right. and the fact that this is a a parody of biopics right because it's what weird like, Hal has always done his whole entire career so yeah he's it's, just it's made, he's a parody musician now he's gonna make a parody movie about his life and it's and, and plus totally it's funny if, yeah and it makes and it's funnier if you watch other biopics around the time <laughs> like like elvis you know because yeah. the movie is making fun of elvis like this shit like that like yeah. shit just happens just for no fucking reason so yeah or when it gets like the doors where he's like jim morrison on stage right. and it's like i was laughing but here's the thing i didn't even catch the reference at first and i was still laughing my ass off at that yeah. i had to catch it later on but yeah. yeah what are you are you gonna listen to your dad he's like, <laughs> what are you gonna do about <laughs> oh god it was great oh man hilarious movie we might move we had to move that one up but yeah all right so it's on me now. Number five. I don't even know. I can't read what this is. Let's see. Number five is. Let's surprise myself. Oh. oh. Okay. Oh, you got a Marvel movie on. It's me. Come on now. What you expect? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Okay, so we went to uh because everybody says that everywhere, everything, all where that's like the the antithesis, you know, the of Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Like, okay, this is the opposite. This is the movie we really wanted. Here's the thing. Sometimes you just won't. Shit blowing up in your face. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just want that. Sometimes you just want bright, pretty colors. Sometimes you want somebody fighting a squid monster in a magic cape flying around. It's, it's okay to admit that, you know. It's just wrong. It's feel like it's it's taboo to say that nowadays, you know. Uh, yeah, like I want to see the Illuminati get slaughtered by Wanda. I, I love that scene. That might be my favorite <laughs> scene of any movie this year, you know. Uh, the very end where Doctor Strange turned into a fucking zombie and start flying because he possessed by demons of hell. I like, well, that's pretty great, creative, you know. Even Wong just looked at him. He was like, I don't want to know. 
Don't tell me. You know. <laughs> so yeah, so that's my thing like that. Like I said, I, I know we're scared to admit, you know, Marvel movies can be fun sometimes, but sometimes you just want to have fun. And I had fun. As far as any movie, this may be the most fun I had in a movie. So it was, was fun. It was fun. Yeah. I'll, it didn't make it wasn't I, the it didn't it didn't make me contemplate anything like yeah. it, you know everywhere thing at once you know i didn't maybe and, and i honestly i think the movie was trying to do that with that whole christine thing i'm like i don't care you know oh even wanda wanda was awesome in this movie man wanda was awesome <laughs> i don't give a fuck when nobody said she was awesome she was a fucking horror slasher monster movie in this shit the way she was going after everybody this will say eli i know we talked about this before you saying sam raimi wasn't enough sam raimi in this and i agree but there was some Sam Raimi in this. So you got Sam Raimi going through a Marvel filter, but still you got Sam Raimi going through a Marvel filter. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't see it as a bad thing, but yeah. But anyway, so what do we got? Number four. What do we got? Four. Uh, I'll go with X. No. Okay. No, no fuck it. I, said, no. I already said it. Um, yeah, I should have put this you, higher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was uh, contemplating, you know, because X and Pearl. Now, that, here's the, this is a phenomenon. We haven't really seen this year. You know, Ty West directed this movie, X. It came out, like, in the beginning of this year or last year, like, March or something like that. You know, slasher flick, cool shit. Then all of a sudden, a few months later, he has a prequel to this movie. And, like, whoa. And that prequel, Pearl, is awesome as well. I, I, had, I debated whether or not which one is better. Which one did I want to include? They're both great, but I like X. This sounds like better. some time travel multiversal shit you're talking about. <laughs> and there's a planned third movie coming out this year. So he, uh, he, he secretly filmed a slasher trilogy without anybody knowing and released two of the movies this year. You know, so, but X, um, it's your, it's, it's, uh, it's a slasher flick. Uh, a, a, a film crew filming a porno gets, stalked by a psycho slasher old lady um cool kills very yeah very violent and gory i love the gore i love the horror but it also is very deep and I, i'm not gonna say elevated because i hate that fucking word but this and i hate i'm, I'm usually one that hates the a24 artsy fartsy horror shit that, that that's coming out that's been like right. you know the elevated horror i hate that term because it just sort of shits on the horror genre. Oh, there's horror and then there's elevated horror for the critics and for, you know, pretentious douchebags that don't respect horror as a genre. Right. But this movie horror for people that don't like horror, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> horror for non-horror fans. This movie attacks that idea. Basically deals like this is um it basically it's about how horror as a genre is not respected. Um uh and it it sort of equates it, it it juxtaposes horror and porn, you know that, that it's just these throwaway genres that don't get any respect. Exploitation, and, yeah, exploitation. Yeah. It's just you know, uh, you know, it's just gutter art, lowbrow crap that has no you know in, intellectual merit at all. And this movie says basically throws a middle finger up to that whole idea, um, and legitimizes horror as a genre. The the filmmaker. The crew, the film crew in the movie, the camera guy that's shooting the porn is like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot this like those foreign movies. Like he's influenced by foreign <laughs> films. 
He's bringing it's 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 possible to make a good dirty movie and shit like that, you know. Um, that's what Carpenter, John Carpenter, and Wes Craven and Toby Hooper were doing. They were influenced by all these foreign horror movies when they were making Halloween and and uh, you know Last House on the Left and Texas Chainsaw. Like like they were influenced by by international cinema and you know brought that into you know the movies that 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 are now considered classics, you know, the opening shot in Halloween, you know, that was one of the first uses of the steady camera that Kubrick ended up using in the shining. That was John Carpenter. That was all John Carpenter, you know, it being influenced by foreign horror movies. So that's what this movie, you know, really, really, you know, legitimizes horror as a genre kind of sticks its middle finger up into, you know, Hollywood's face and says, yeah, no, horror movies can be a legitimate art form. But on top of that, it's also a movie about loneliness. Pearl, the slasher, the, the villain, the slasher villain, she's lonely. She longs to be desired. Um, that's her motivation force. That's her motivation, why she's going on her killing spree. And that kind of hit hard after coming out of the quarantine. You know, being lonely, wanting to have company, wanting to be desired, wanting to be wanted, you know. So it touches on those themes, too. So very deep themes going on in, in a really cool slasher flick. You know, Pearl was good as well. I really dug on Pearl. That made my honorable mentions. Um, Pearl is basically her origin story. It's basically a taxi driver with, with the woman who goes nuts and goes ends up going on a killing spree but it is also a twisted parody of 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 classical horror hollywood movies you know making references to classic hollywood movies and stuff like that um right. kind of disturbing um kind of creeped me out a little few times <laughs> but um but it was still very funny and and uh and and uh yeah uh, made me think like, like these movies made me think these these yeah they they stayed with me got me thinking like wow those are really really well made flicks um can't wait for the third one called Maxine it's about it's going to be taking place in the 80s where Maxine the star from X is a porn star so i'm um, looking forward to that she's a porn star in the 80s so oh, wow. um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what Ty West is going to do, because that's when the slasher genre was at its peak. Like really took off, yeah. <laughs> it was when it's in the 80s. So I'm really interested in seeing what he's going to do with that. Um, yeah, but X was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, probably my favorite horror flick of the year. A lot of cool horror flicks. You know, a lot of cool horror flicks of the year. Mia Goth, the star of X and Pearl, she should be nominated for an oscar but she won't because it's a horror flick. it's a horror movie, yeah. <laughs> you know i think all the best movies that came out this year were horror flicks you know a lot we ate horror fans ate barbarian terrifier too like so many you know even shitty horror like halloween and the texas chainsaw shit <laughs> but, but a lot I of cool chainsaw. honestly texas chainsaw, i think we should own a little bit too hard but there were some <laughs> Some funny scene that whole you canceled, bro. The kills were no, cool. That, yeah, it was a kill cool. Scene. It was a dumbass movie, but the kills were kind of cool in it. So, yeah, yeah, the kills are cool. It's fine for just a mindless slasher flick. But yeah, so when I watched it again and just like, okay, don't worry about the story, just screw it, just watch Leatherface eat people or whatever fuck he does. I have fun. I just so, yeah. I did watch it again. I still think yeah. Leatherface mask sucks. <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> I have nothing to compare it with. I was just like, okay, he's there. He's yeah. trying killing people. So yeah. So 
All right. Now yeah. you got me thinking about elevated porn. Like, when's that elevated be? porn? Yeah, like I mean, Caligula starring yeah. <laughs> cinema. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Just so, all right. So, what do we got? Number what do we got? Four. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. So my number four is going to be Bray. Okay. All right. Now I feel like I should let you talk about this, Eli, but I'm not. Oh, good. Well, I, it, it, it's <laughs> okay. on my, I, it's on my, it's on my list. That, that, that yeah, I know it's on your list also. So yeah. So the reason I put it on there is because it's awesome. It's an awesome movie. <laughs> like like you said, we just talked about you talked about Beast. How we talked about man versus nature. Even though yeah, she's fighting a space monster, it's still man versus no woman. Versus oh, nature. Man. Uh, woke, you know. <laughs> but that's the thing about it, because she was an interesting protagonist. She was just that's the thing about it. Like, you gotta be bought into the protagonist. You like any movie, horror, comedy, action, fantasy, whatever. You gotta be bought into the protagonist. I was bought in with her because she was on a learning process the whole time. You was on a journey with her. She wasn't like the most awesome person ever, just kicking everybody's ass. No, she sucked at the beginning and she got better. As she went along, and a lot of it because she didn't believe in herself and she didn't have a confidence in herself, and her brother was trying to get her there to where she needed to be at. And by the end of the movie, she got there, you know. And she, she used her intelligence, you know, yeah. right? She yeah. didn't just kick the shit out of Predator. No, she thought him. She saw every battle he had before then, studied him. Nobody can do. Looked at his weaknesses, like okay, dude. And then just her learning how she threw a hatchet at first, and she was like, oh, this is dumb. Let me wrap a rope around this and then throw it. And then everybody else made fun of her. For that shit, yeah. but that shit saved her life and it killed everybody else, you know. Yeah. So just little things, just the little things, man, just made me like this movie. It added yeah. up, and the fact that this movie didn't make to the theaters is a crime. It's just a really crime. So I know why yeah. it is. I'm not gonna explain again why it is. It's actually, not what you think it is. It's it's politics and legal bullshit. That's why it is didn't make to the theaters. But yeah, yeah. So no, I so agree. This is yeah. probably my most watched flick of the year. I had this on. I had watched it the other night. Almost watched it yeah. live. I just have this. It's one of those movies I just have on the background right now. You know, yeah. my <laughs> you know? only flaw, my only flaw is that they didn't speak in Comanche. Like I know it's dubbed in Comanche. I'm willing to speak in Comanche. It's different when yeah. when you. you know, and that's like, the but, thing is like yeah. they they finally whitewashed the native shit, and then everybody bitched about it. <laughs> right, you can't win for losing because you know if it was released in Comanche, people were like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. yeah, there's the there is the Comanche option. <laughs> um, so all right so what number three okay number three uh, yeah i feel very i feel like a pretentious douchebag for having this so high up but i've watched this twice now i want to watch it again because this is slowly becoming one of the coolest movies of all time <laughs> <laughs> rrr rrr okay where are we where are we where are we i gotta find it yes yeah, RRR I, was ridiculous. Yeah, I fucking love this movie. I've watched it twice now. I recently watched it again. I'm like, holy shit, this movie is the shit. <laughs> um, uh, I watched it a while ago. When you you're the one who posted about, I had heard about it. Um, you know, it was making there was like a buzz about this movie, and then you posted about it and said it was on Netflix. I'm like, oh shit, okay. Well, I'm gonna yeah. watch and it, it, it like been on Netflix for a while. I just I saw it and just paid no attention to it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I'm watching. So I watched it. And um, I'll admit, because I was I was watching Gomer's show. He said it was boring, but awesome. Um, I will admit the first time watching it, I didn't find it boring, but, you know. There are some slow, but you expected to peak up. Yeah. Peak. Yeah. There, I mean, there are some moments like not being familiar with the culture or the history. Um, mm -hmm. I was like, what what is actually happening? You know, that, that right. so there was moments where I had a hard time just sort of 
trying to grasp what was exactly happening. But um, on second watch, it's it's I, I totally I totally get it now. These two characters. So basically, RRR is a movie for, out of India. It's what Bollywood, Tollywood, or whatever. Something um, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's about two real life revolution rebel fighters. Now these guys were real guys. That's right. what I found out. <laughs> I didn't know that at first either. I think they said at the end of the movie that they were real or something, but yeah. Yeah, I, I did not know this watching it the first time, but these were real life, like rebel revolutionary guys who fought against British rule. And it's just about them kind of, kind of banding together and fighting back against colonization, the British, the British colonization in India. Um, it's kind of like, it's a totally fictional fictional story because it, they never met in real life. Um, but it's like, what if, so it's like, what if like Malcolm X and Che Guevara went on an adventure together? That's kind of like what this is. Kind of like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, you know, one guy, you know, his sister gets kidnapped, you know, by the British and he goes after her, but he poses as a Muslim. He's, he, he, he's in disguise. He's, um, you know, running around with the, the anti-government uh, like protesters and then there's the cop ram who's the cop who's out to go find him and it's kind of like the first half is kind of like the departed where they're like undercover right like know, a not, cat and mouse chase yeah, and, or who's yeah. gonna find out who what then first, they meet and, yeah. and they, they don't know they're actually and like, he don't know that that's the guy he's looking for yeah. the whole time because yeah yeah, they, yeah um so but then it turns out the cop is actually a rebel, a rebel too, who was posing right. He's as just a undercover the whole time, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's a rebel posing as a cop, you know. <laughs> after the rebel, you know, posing as a rebel. Yeah. So that shit was a little confusing first watch, but I totally get it second time around. Um, but this movie has everything. The action scenes, everything. Are some of the, yeah. The, some of the coolest action scenes. These guys are superheroes. They're like throwing they are fucking superheroes. Like, he's like seriously, wrestling tigers and shit. He throws a tiger shit. at another guy. Yeah, he throws a tiger. He beats at him. a dude with a motorcycle. Like, picks a motorcycle <laughs> up, beat him with it. Yeah. Then one time, like he shot an arrow and he pulled it out of him. No, no, I think he like outran the arrow after he shot it. So he beat he, him over. <laughs> he shot the arrow and then the guy flew back and then he pulled the arrow out of him while he was flying and pulled, <laughs> shot the same arrow. I was like, what the fuck? What? I like, and the whole, the whole ending third act was like that, and it kept topping each other. It kept topping itself, topping itself, yeah. topping itself. I'm like, how much crazy can this shit get? Like, every action scene was like the, the, the third act action, the, the, the final action scene of an American movie. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, it had romance, tragedy, there was a romantic comedy in the middle. <laughs> there was helping. friendship. Yeah. They were friends. Yeah. He was that, that's why dude. it hurts. That's why it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. He was helping the dude try to mack on the, 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 the princess or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So there's like a romantic comedy, you know, side plot. And then there's musical numbers out of nowhere. The, there's the dancing. <laughs> These are some of the best dance scenes I've ever seen. Like ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's all about Wednesday, and, and you know, I'm like, no, man, Ram like, and Beam, fucking turning out that the dance scene like. was insane. Like, and they can sing; they had like singing. <laughs> yeah, and they can, would, so these with, guys can act, stunt, dance, sing. What the yeah. fuck, man? Where where did these guys come from? And the, and when they're whipping him, when they was getting whipped in public, and he refuses to kneel, yeah, he refused to kneel, and yeah. then he sings the song and riles up the whole crowd and shit, like. That's what I also liked. Like this movie 
had like political themes, but from like all the spectrums. You had like left wing anti colonizer themes, you know, because the British the British were colonizing India. So, but then you had right wing gun ideals, like pro gun ideals, because dude was trying to get guns to the rebels to fight, you know, to fight right. back, you know. So it's like it had these political commentary but from all sides but it didn't shove it in your face you know what i mean um so yeah it's just like a big huge giant hollywood epic that wasn't made in hollywood that i think hollywood wishes they could make a movie <laughs> hollywood is scared this movie catches on they're glad people don't know about this movie yeah they're gonna be looking at you like why aren't you making this you know yeah i was like reading i was like watching an interview um with the director and people i guess people are saying you should direct a marvel movie and he's like, no, man, I want to make shit. I just want to do my own thing and make stuff about my people's history and shit. So, yes. Yeah, so, right. You know. But, yeah, um, this was so much fun. Um, I, I, Like I said, second time around watching it, I like it even more. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to watch it again. The fire and the the, sim, the symbolism, cinema, the cinematic well, that, that's, the thing, that's a symbol of fire and water the whole yeah. time. And like, one of them has deals with fire and the other one deals with water and it describes the personality the whole time also. yeah one's angry yeah. and rageful the other one's like a protector he's the water right the and they the balance each other out yeah it's, it's all kind of stuff the, and it's through the whole movie like when they're saving the kid on the bridge right like he, one of them has to go through fire and another yeah. one like screws up from water and they're like shake hands like the most manliest <laughs> shit ever like like arnold schwarzenegger and carl yeah. weathers shaking hand but it was like like times 10 yeah know? the symbolism like he dips the flag in the water right. <laughs> wraps himself in the in the wet it, flag and then goes go through, through the, the fire. flames <laughs> it's like, yeah. like i see what you're doing movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's the most insane shit ever the way they do yeah. it and that and the movie opens up like that yeah like that's the that's the beginning opening you know scene yeah, and the the flashback of Ram's dad having to kill his dad, how he blew his man, when he blew his dad up. <laughs> yeah, whoa, like the suicide, like man, whoa, like whoa and shit. Yeah, I mean, great shit. Like like I said, it, it was this movie had everything, and the more I watch it, the more I love it. I've uh, yeah, I can't. I, 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 it, it, yes, it is long. It's a three hour movie. But it's but it's, nowadays it's every cool. movie is a three hour movie. I mean, yeah. Fuck. I mean, if you could sit through Endgame, come on. <laughs> and Avatar two and all this shit yeah. like that. Yeah, watch yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, I feel pretentious for having it this high, but like I said, I just watched it again like a few weeks ago, and I was like, damn, this movie's dope. <laughs> like everybody needs to watch RRR. Where the yeah. subtitles, no subtitle, whatever, just watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So number you he had number three. Now I got number three. I think I'm on number three. Yeah. All right. My number three. About to lose everybody again. Black Adam. I'm putting it on there. I don't care. I know everybody hates me. I know it's fun for people to hate on this movie and shit on this movie. I, know. I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. Eh, you probably won't like it. But either way. <laughs> I probably will if it's just cool action scenes and shit. It's just cool action scenes. It's rock being the rock. I think I don't I don't know why people a I, Superman see, movie where he does does cool Superman shit. Yeah, like like I, he beats a dude with another dude, a dude shoots a rocket at him, he blocks it with another dude. You know, oh, like shit like that. So I'm, I'm so yeah. I got, I, I, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah, good guys are coming out to stop him because he's just wilding the fuck out, shit like that. Uh, and you know, and the Rock is being the Rock. Like people want to say all this shit about the Rock can't act right. Like the Rock was acting in this movie, kind of. You know, he basically doing Terminator. That's all we're doing, just being silent stories like that. But if you see every other Rock movie, he's like charismatic. You know, jokes like that. He wasn't doing that. He was just toned down his eyebrow. Movie. 
He did. He did. Of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like a subtle nod. It was like over. It was like if you catch it, you catch it. You know. The people uh, strudel. <laughs> right. That thing like that. Uh, I do like, and the movie did have like some small, tiny commentary about American military, you know, going and invading other countries when it serves their purpose, but they call themselves the heroes, you know, just like Black Adam is the hero of his people, where everybody else calls him a villain. So I thought that was pretty cool who we got here. And I said that. Oh, yeah. what's up, Legends? Legends Slurps? All right. I don't want to know how you got that name, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I even said that when, when we watched the trailer, I said it looks like yeah. it has some sort of an anti-colonization right. uh, uh, theme going on. <laughs> but but it's like, it's buried, but it's buried so deep. Like a lot of people just say in the movie has no story. I'm like, I won't say it has no story. It just, yeah, it's mostly about rock beating the fuck out of people. But yes, there is some commentary there. But yeah. if, you, if you catch, you catch. If you don't, you don't. And a lot of people hate the movie mainly because of rock, but, you know, uh, just call me. All right, man. No, no, I'm 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 not legendary slurper. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, yo. Yeah, appreciate you hanging out. <laughs> Don't <laughs> ask. Thank you. I will not ask. <laughs> uh but yeah, that's what I got there. So yeah, like I said, I will not apologize for this one. It's that high up because I kept watching it. Here's the thing. I kept watching, you know, I kept saying about uh Doctor Strange. I want to have fun, I want to have fun like that. I kept noticing that I kept going back to Black Adam on HBO Max, rewatching over and over again. Other than Doctor Strange over and over again. I'm like, why is that? Why am I choosing this movie over this movie? And I'm like, because pacing-wise, straight ahead. First off, the soundtrack of Rock, uh, the, the Black Adam movie, might be my favorite soundtrack of the recent like superhero movies. And just the just theme songs and plants like that, like when he starts like killing a whole bunch of bad guys and they got Kanye West playing, no one man should have all that power. I'm like, almost making me like Kanye again. But, no. <laughs> But like it's just a lot of shit in there. I even like the other side. Doctor Fate, Pierce Brosnan, awesome. Hawkman was awesome. I even like the two rookie superheroes in there. I even like them. Everybody else hate them, but I kind of like them. So yeah, the Wonder Twins or whatever. Yeah, they they one of them had weather powers or Wonder Powers or shit, whatever. But yeah. All right. So what are we at? Number two. Um, I'll do. Oh yeah, my number two. I'll do Prey. Um, I I was waffling. What takes the number one spot? Um, I thought it should be a number one. Uh, yeah, it, this is my most move, most watched movie of the year. I've had this pretty much on constant rotation ever since it dropped on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, probably the reason why, because I didn't get to see it in the theaters. <laughs> That's why it's my <laughs> number two. But yeah, um, I thought this movie was going to suck. Um, because I it was, was going to Hulu. Yeah. I was going to Hulu and being a native, I'm like, oh, great. Another native and buckskin and feathers movie. Uh, corny ass shit that I can't stand. I, I was like, nope, not interested. And then Predator movies. I haven't liked a Predator movie since part two. I don't give a fuck what anybody says about AVP. I hated those movies. <laughs> hated Predators. I hated the Predator. I haven't liked a Predator movie since the 90s. So I was like, yeah. I, I didn't watch the movie because you told me not to watch it. I still have not seen that movie yet. Yeah, I, I yeah. Predator sequels have not have a good track record other than Predator 2 with Danny Glover. Um, so this surprised the hell out of me. It was not only did it treat natives, give good native representation, and they weren't corny and shit. It was an awesome Predator movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, was, the fucking action scenes were cool. You know, the, you know, the Predator, the new Predator was cool. Like some of his <clears throat> the ancient equipment was cool. <laughs> You know, the pred- he's throwing the bear trap at the dude's head. And like, there was some so much cool action scenes. 
and then watching Nauru fuck up the French trappers, you know, probably my favorite scene of the year and maybe like years, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's my, that's my Black Panther. That's like the, you know, that's like Black Panther for natives right there. Nauru shaking <laughs> all those trappers. <laughs> yeah. Or even the predator killing all those trappers. Like, yeah. <laughs> and we, we forgot about the symbolism of the, uh, the French trappers when they came in there. Cause when they came in there, all of a sudden, like, you know, the luscious green grass of the, of the state, went to shit when they came in yeah because they burned well, everything down so again we have that colonization theme we have the invaders the predators and alien invader the french were also invaders encroaching on the comanche's land you know so there was that there's some deep shit going on <laughs> but it didn't beat you over the head with it it was still just fucking cool and right. yeah naru I love that she triggered all these sensitive fanboys and had them. Oh, how could a woman beat a predator? Ah. I loved like, all that shit. It like just pissed just everybody watched off. The movie it would explain <laughs> it. It's just when uh, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger used native shit to fucking. He used bows and arrows and spears and booby tracks that, that he carved out of the bushes to beat right, the predator. Because <laughs> machine guns and grenades weren't weren't going to work. Yeah, all to, the yeah. all the macho in the world didn't work, so he had to use his fucking head which is what naru did she had to use her intelligence she observed and watched the predator and his observed how he fought observed how his weapons worked, and used those used all that information she learned to outsmart the predator so yeah i loved it like i said i got it on constant rotation you know it's just i just throw it on in the background now and uh yeah so pray awesome shit didn't expect to like it Thought it was gonna suck, and I end up loving the shit out of it. So. Another movie, if you haven't seen, we put our stamp on it. Go watch it. I guarantee you, we would not be like you. You lied to us. You said this movie was awesome. No, the movie's awesome. We guarantee yeah. it. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So my number two, my number two. Like I said, Eli, you put on for the culture. I got to put on for the culture. What kind of favor? It made so. my honorable mentions. Didn't make my list, but it's on my honorable mentions. Okay, had to put on it. His thing. I saw it twice. I saw it twice. So the first time I saw it, I had to wonder whether or not the movie was manipulating me, like manipulating my emotions, because, you know, it had Chadwick Boseman, you know, it's like that. Then I went to everybody was crying, so I could barely hear what was going on in the movie. So I'm like, okay, did the movie, like, I got I to gotta watch this movie again and soak it in, understand, like, it is it a good movie? And I like, watched it again. Cry, were they crying so loud you couldn't hear the movie? Some part, yes. Yes, yeah. I was. <laughs> it was all black theater. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh yeah. So colors only. No, nah, I'm not gonna say it. But yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so <laughs> all right. So I watched the movie and I watched it a second time and I realized, okay, yeah, this this movie is good. It was actually a good movie. The one I asked, watched the movie, put my emotions aside, stop worrying about whether or not they were uh, manipulating me or trigger me and stuff like that. And watched on its own movie as a mayor. It was I'm a not movie. crying. <laughs> right. No, no, no. I watched the movie and I like, watched it as as a critic. Watch my critic eye. It was a good movie. I mean, like I said, it had awesome action scenes in it. Like I said, Angela Bassett probably going to nominate it for Oscar. We said it a bunch in these movies also, but I think I think she did get nominated. You know, or she's on the short list at least. Uh, Shuri's arc. Like I said, we've talked about this at length on there. It was one of the most interesting arcs we've had in the MCU. You know, other than like Tony she's Stark grieving. and the big guys, or like that. She's grieving, like the audience is grieving. That's right. And, but she had to, you know, quote unquote, man up, you know, take over for her brother, even though she used to be the cute, cuddly sidekick. Now she has to, you know, take, you know, fill, fill the void, you know. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, and the whole point is about her grief and accepting what she's going on. Namor, 
Namor was awesome. I think this movie is pretty much going to make or break you depending on how you feel about Namor. And I thought he was awesome. I know people want to say he's not like the comic. Bullshit. He liked the comic. Okay. So they changed, they, they, I ain't going to say they changed his race, but they gave him a race. And they changed the name of his city. But at the heart of it, he's Namor. The he's shit not, you expect he's, Namor, he's that's not wearing, Yeah, he's not wearing green Speedos anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, not wearing green thongs walking around like that. Sp- but he, Spock, in, Spock in a green thong, yeah. <laughs> like, when I saw the trailer, I was like, that's Namor. That's one. And what they did with him, I thought was awesome. They gave him culture. They made him an anti-hero. That's why I ranked this movie over Black Adam, because I felt like the anti-hero they were trying to make Black Adam was Namor, which they made. Mm-hmm. Like, he was an asshole, but you completely understand what he was doing, you know, for his people, you know. So, like I said, awesome movie. I thought it was awesome. That's just me. So, and I've seen some of the, the online chatter about, like, oh, it's pitting Mexicans against black and all blah blah. Oh, blah, they blah, did. Blah. They did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but that's the point of the movie is like, yeah, that they, they, they are, yeah, they, it's the colonizers that want us to be at each other's throats. And, but, you know, we've got to unite them. <laughs> right because that's and i think we said it's also like yeah they wanted to make it seem like namor his people were the villains but the real villain of the movie was the united states mm-hmm. the cia that was the yeah. real villain if you watch the movie again see i didn't catch it until i watched it the second time and i realized yeah. oh that's what they're trying to say yeah. wakanda is on the clock they gotta yeah. hurry and figure this shit out before united states come in and invade them yeah because but i said that in our mo- in our in our review we had there's french that that one site is a. Uh, that one site that they gets attacked is in France. Yeah, they were they, like I said, they were the French. Traders. And they try to come in. They try to come in there and yeah. try to take the vibranium from them. Yeah, that's the, the first French, people. Yeah. the Spanish, Haiti then, yeah. was yeah was invaded. English. Well, colonized by French at one time. Yeah, yeah. So French, Spanish, and England, which is one which who became America. Those are the three colonization nations that are featured in Wakanda forever. Yep. And so it, there's a little bit of history going on right and it wasn't so, just yeah. affecting what came in the past which it did but it's affecting the present of the movie now like mm-hmm. i said the french trying to invade them force wakanda's hand you know mm-hmm. so yeah the spanish invading namor's people you know and like i said yeah. america is an extension of what england Engl- america didn't become america until they beat england <laughs> Yeah, and then I and at first I, I was I was I think I made a criticism on the first time when I watched the movie. I was like I didn't like it how um then where his people were speaking Spanish. Turns out they weren't speaking Spanish. They were speaking the the native uh, Mayan language the whole time. Yeah, because they actually had subtitles in there when they were speaking Mayan and when they were speaking uh, Spanish. So when Namor said that he was basically quoting you know the Spanish. And at the end of the movie, like the Wakandans knew Mayan also some kind of way because Wakandans know whatever, you know, like that. But the thing was, I thought that was pretty nice. Just like, damn, okay, so the Mayans, so they're actually speaking Mayan language in this versus the Spanish because they can't speak Spanish language because that's the colonizer language. Yeah. You know, so I thought they're pretty yeah. deep. Also, <clears throat> talk about the soundtrack. I like the soundtrack. Don't like the soundtrack as much as I like the first Black Panther movie, but I like what they did. They mixed in Afrocentric beats with, you know, actually like, latino spanish mayan look i think they even had like a mayan rap song on on the on the album what's the thought like okay what's picking that okay but it worked so yeah that's one of them too so uh what it what is your number one i i thought i knew what your number one is but now i don't know well uh, the goddamn batman 
the Batman. Okay, <laughs> you did. Yeah. It was on the list. Boom. There yeah. You go. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it, I gotta keep it real." I know I'm gonna be that guy, but I I loved it. I it was the first movie that I saw in the theaters after COVID, like the first blockbuster that I saw. Like I've been to the drive-in during lockdown and saw Shang Chi at the drive-in and all that shit. But Batman was the first big movie i saw opening weekend i saw it multiple times in the theater after COVID. um so that's one of the reasons it was it got me back to the theater um also i just thought it was a cool ass movie it's a fucking it's like a serial killer movie with batman like batman is a detective him and gordon it's seven right. with, and the whole know, movie is just a detective yeah, story they yeah. turned riddler from this <clears throat> goofy villain in in, in speedos tight you know in tights into like the zodiac killer you right. know um and you know a young batman a young incel virgin batman <laughs> right and that's the thing people don't get in this movie they keep saying yeah. oh they turn riddler into an incel they turn batman to an incel yeah you just pay attention but it worked because batman is psychotic it like bat batman and that that's one of the arcs of the story is batman like, had to i don't realize, think people i don't think people understand that about yeah, batman <laughs> batman had to realize he's just as crazy as the riddler because the riddler's right. like i admire you you're my hero we're finally together like that scene where they're in the asylum in arkham when they when they meet mm -hmm. he's like riddler's like no man we're we're the same and batman's like no no am i really <laughs> am i just as crazy no then he had to <laughs> it's like him like the riddler and catwoman had to make him realize no 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 i'm not a a, a wacky psycho incel right. stalker am i <laughs> until <laughs> at the very end when he talked to that guy and yeah. he was like i'm vengeance and that's I when you like oh shit he realized yeah. He's the villain of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. And then Batman, and it wasn't until he did he cut that electrical cord to sacrifice himself for everybody. As that's when he became the hero in the last five yeah. minutes of the movie. Now I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna help people instead of beating the shit out of people. Yeah, my, it's that thing I'm that mad. we always say about Batman. It's the biggest problem about Batman. Yeah. 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 I'm no longer gonna be a raging, you know, whiny emo asshole who just beats people up because I'm mad. I'm gonna actually help people, and that's what happens at the very, very, very end. He becomes a superhero, right? But you know, it was like I loved, I loved the look of Gotham. I loved Cat, like Zoe killed it as Catwoman. Colin she Farrell did. killed it as my boss Penguin. John Turturro as Maroni. Like, I, there's just so much cool shit that I just really dug about. I, I've watched this. This is another, the second most watched movie. Yeah. You know, until Prey, I had this on constant rotation. Mm -hmm. And this is also on HBO Max. So yeah. It was on HBO Max, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the Bat, I just got to keep it real. The Batman, I loved it, so. <laughs> okay, that's your number one. So, my number one is what superhero Disney movie I'm going to pick. RRR. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, yes. you knew it was coming. RRR I was totally backed this. I backed this as a number one flick. Yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> I said thought I was be. I thought I was like, no, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be that guy and have it way up on my. But I did. But yay, no. Yeah. Awesome, I mean, because you just watched like no movie gave me more emotion than RRR. Like yes. like a like the gamut of emotions. Yes. Like that third act was just sex. It was just like. <laughs> I need a cigarette after this. Like, there's just so much crazy shit just happened at the end of the movie, you know? And like I said, the storyline, these dudes were dudes. Like, these yeah. were the manliest men 
doing dancing and singing Flexing and like the <laughs> muscles, the glisten, the glisten, the water was glistening all. <laughs> the, the, the movie the opens up with him fighting a tiger. No, yeah. I'm sorry. He fought a wolf first. Well, the and then wolf, the tiger that, ate the wolf. That was symbolism. The wolf was Ram was a symbolized of he was being chased by a wolf. He's right. the tiger. And he traps the tiger, you know what I mean? So the wolf get like gets fucked up by the tiger, and then Beam traps the tiger. I'm get, I'm getting all deep. see. I, I gotta watch it again, man. There's just so much cool shit going on. In that movie. It's so much awesome shit, man. You just gotta yeah. just. I, we promise you, watch this movie. Yes, it is long. It is super long. Yes, there are some slow parts in it, but the slow parts build up because once you get through that and they go back to the action scene, it means more. Because you the, went through the journey and the struggle with these guys. The visual, just the visual storytelling, the direction, right. the director, and the shots. Like in the beginning crowd scene when he's when he kicks the oh my crowd. That's that's the first action scene of the movie. I keep forget, I keep forgetting which action scene because that scene alone is insane. The first five minutes, this dude beats a crowd that like hundreds of people. <laughs> one versus one. he beats hundreds of people. Yeah, it's chasing a guy. And like, like he's all, they're all on top of him and shit, like a mosh pit. He's all on the bottom. And then he's like, he's like doing pressure points and like sticking his fingers like in their neck and cracking their feet and shit. Like, <laughs> and then jumps out of the crowd and just runs on top of the crowd after that guy. And then starts like, swinging at everybody with like a, a police baton. Yeah. Like and, just, yeah. The shot and then when went, it's yeah. done, he gets back in formation. <laughs> like nothing happened. Yeah. He gets the guy. He grabs the guy. And he the gets guy. the guy. Yeah, this... yeah. And that's what makes him. Oh, you're you're a you're a great officer. We got a special job for you. We want you to go find this rebel dude who's trying to save his sister. Yeah, that's where he gets the assignment. Right. You know, yeah, because that's how the yeah. movie was because the movie wants to show you, okay, these dudes are the most awesome dudes you've ever seen. So this guy fights hundreds of people, and the other guy fights a tiger. So they say, you know, okay, these motherfuckers are the motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, he's like he's like Captain America, like punching the stuffing out of the punching. Guess the thing, because they run through the wall. And... Yeah, because they run through everybody in this movie. So when they finally fight each other, yeah, it's heartbreaking. It's a fucking and plus you don't man. know who's going to win because they're both motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, like the when they that that attack on the palace. You could chop this movie up. I was I watched it a couple times now. You can watch it in two halves. After yeah. the attack on the palace, that's like one half of the movie. Right. And then the second half is that's where you get the flashback and, you know, and, and, and the resolution. But yeah, that attack on the palace in the first arc, when he's got the torch, again, the fire in the water, and then they break open that water fountain, that big fountain, and he's got the hose. And then the water. And that's the, the thing. Torch. That's the water symbol we keep talking yeah. about. Water and fire colliding <laughs> in slow motion and shit. Like, yeah, it is so cool. <laughs> he throws a tiger at a dude. That alone makes it the number one movie of the year. <laughs> <laughs> or when they're on top of each other's shoulder, he's like, that riding, shit. And he's got the Man. guns. And, and he kept cocking, cocking yeah. the gun. <laughs> And like some, shooting people while the other guy because his legs were broken or some shit like that. I was like, yeah. oh man. He was in that, he was like squatting in the prison, you know. Because oh, and remember man. that was they they flipped it because after the dancing, remember they had that dance number, dude's legs were all tired. So right. then he carried him. But at the end, he ends up carrying Ram because his legs were tired from squatting in that prison hole. You right. Know? So, <laughs> so hey, get him out of there. Yeah. So, so it's all it's all 
the script, brilliantly written script where it all has a purpose. I promise y'all, we're not being pretentious. Yeah. We're not, you know, you've seen my list. That should tell you something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I put this movie on a, a list for a reason. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool fucking movie. I, 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 I'm gushing over it. Like the first time I was like, that was really cool. And then... I watched it again and I like totally fell in love with this movie. I'm like, this yeah. is Cause, cause like I said, cause with the way we're talking about it, like it's so much awesome shit happens in this movie. We keep forgetting stuff that happens. Yeah. Like, cause I just remember like, cause that crowd scene at the beginning was, was awesome. <laughs> that hooked me at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Some of the coolest action scenes in a long time, you know? Yeah. Like repeatedly. Yeah. yeah. Like every action scene gets crazier and crazier and crazier. Mm-hmm. And then and then musical numbers that are awesome as well. <laughs> and the music number will hook you. They like and, nobody's and, popping this. And I hate musicals. I can't stand musicals. <laughs> but I was like laughing. I had a big giant smile on my face the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing that shit with the suspenders and shit. The day- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man. All right. So all right. I guess we can move on. Okay. Like I said, that was a top 10 movies. We're just gonna do a top five TV shows. Yeah. Cause I I didn't watch no TV to even do 10, to be honest with you. But we can just knock that out. Uh Eli, we, and I'm even gonna go long on it, but what what was your fifth favorite? I'll go with best? Cobra Kai. Oh damn, they didn't come out this year. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Cobra Kai, best Cobra Kai season ever. I love the show. This season was great. It's just basically a modern day kung fu flick. Rival dojos fighting each other, hiring evil senseis to take each other out before the <laughs> tournament happens. It's it's fistful. It's five fingers of death. It's fists of fury. It's with fucking teenagers in California. Yeah, it's the plot of the last Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I love Cobra Kai. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what do I got? I can't even remember what number five. My number five was. Oh yeah. You like this, be like my number five, Obi Wan. Oh, you watched? Yeah, it? I did watch it. I had to watch it after all the the rigmarole and bullshit and mm-hmm. the chatter. I had to watch that just simple. So I just went home after all the shit was done. Like weeks later, I just sat down. I'm like, oh, let me just watch one episode and just see what it's just like. I promise you, four hours later, it was gone. <laughs> I was just like, what, what time go? Like, fuck, <laughs> you know. That's my biggest gripe about the the show is that it was too short. It was like it was gone like that because it might. Time just flew by to watch the show. Well, it, now, it, felt, it yeah. felt like it was a movie that they just turned into a show. It, it felt like it, yeah, if you watch it straight through, it, it was a movie yeah. just chopped up into different parts. So, yeah. yes, like, so overall, like my, my uh, gripes about it, did we need this? No. Does it fuck up the canon? Yes. Was it entertaining? Hell yeah. Like, it just yeah. as an entertaining piece of property, I could sit there and enjoy myself. It did its job. Yeah, I mean, shit. So, and I almost wish I didn't know anything about this and just watched it. Just some grizzled space veteran just doing shit. I just wanted, but I can't because I got the cannon in my head like that. But I just wanted to watch like that and see how everybody else was responding to him. You know, because it just worked on that level. So, what's her name? Raya, Raya, what's the 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 Jedi, the 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 Inquisitor, the yeah, the the first sister, sister. yeah. When she that that conversation she has with Obi Wan. Again, one of the coolest Star Wars moments in, you know, I got shivers. I might actually tear up. Talking about episode two? or No, it's like when she reveals that, like, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to kill you. I'm trying to kill Anakin. When she reveals what she was really doing, she right. wasn't after, she was only after Obi-Wan to get to Anakin. 
Yeah, because she, she was one, she was part yeah. of the kids in, in order to yeah, yeah, and when the shit she said to like she was your padawan or he was your padawan, man. I was like, oh god, man, she's <laughs> yeah, that was a great scene. You know, that's that's the scene that made it for me. But yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and just watching Obi Wan shake the rust off more and more each episode. Yeah. I'm like, okay, he he's finding his way, he's getting his footing. You know, I, and I, and I dug baby Leia. I I I didn't give a fuck. I liked, I liked it. She was. <laughs> precocious cute you know she was yeah. fine you know. yeah. <laughs> yeah so all right so uh what's number four number four what, oh shit where'd it go uh number four i will do i will do the english is that a show it's uh yeah show on amazon it's that western on amazon um it's about this uh woman from england who's after the man who killed her kid and she teams up with a native ex native uh soldier for the north for the cavalry he's a cavalry he's a scout for the cavalry um it's basically a spaghetti western a modern day spaghetti western and he uses all the same tropes of you know italian westerns where you know america is just a hellhole full of fucking fucked up villains no one's a hero nobody's a hero in this in this show just like those spaghetti westerns um you know even clint eastwood clint eastwood really isn't a hero in those movies he's he's only after money he could very well be a villain in another movie you know that's how those movies are this 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 is just the same way nobody's innocent nobody and anybody who is innocent dies <laughs> women <laughs> children are always the ones getting killed in westerns like that right um but this is uh yeah this uh Cheske Spencer as Eli Whip, the the native. He's Pawnee. He was an ex scout for the sold for the for the cavalry. He gets discharge, honorable discharge. He did his duty. He's promised land <laughs> in Nebraska. Uh -oh. That's that's that ain't what he's gonna going. Happen. That's what he's going towards. He's trying to go back to Nebraska to get his land. His, did they his, really give him the land? His, his, well, that's the thing. We don't really know. I, I shouldn't have spoiled because it's uh, it's a okay. great show. I'll just say as soon as you say that, I, I, first thing I'm thinking about Forty Acres and a Mule. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, <laughs> all those themes are there. All those themes are in there. Um. Uh. Yeah. Whether or not he gets it, we don't know. But it, as far as native representation, this is great because Pawnee are usually the bad Indians in westerns because they were the scouts. Pawnee and Crow, those tribes were like scouts for Custer and shit like that. So they're in movies, they're always the bad. There's like the good Indians, and then there's the enemy Indians, and it's usually played by those tribes. He's Pawnee, um, but you get uh, you totally get the sense of why he's doing like, hey, the the, the the white man's gonna help me kill my my tribe the my the my tribal enemies. Cool, the enemy, my enemy, and my friends. You know that's mm -hmm. that's why. So it totally you know you give it you know motivation for why he does the things that he's doing and his performance cheske spencer he needs to be recognized for his performance because he goes beyond the stoic you know noble savage you know he's got you can tell he's conflicted about what he's doing all the shit that he's witnessing he 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 witnesses the calvary massacre tribes and he just kind of stands by not my business, not my business, but you can tell there's a certain regret in his eyes and stuff. Great performances. And just, again, it, it tackles those Western tropes of 
spaghetti Western tropes because Italy viewed America differently. You know, and you can tell by how they yes, made the movies. Yeah. The John Wayne Westerns, they were all about America kicking ass. It was right <laughs> after World War II. America was feeling good about itself. So here's all these Western movies where the white people just whoop ass and, you know, win the West, hmm. you know. Um, and, and then you had the Italian Westerns, Sergio Carbucci and Sergio Leone, who grew up under Mussolini rule, who grew up under fascist rule, who viewed America as this fucked up place that, you know, murdered the indigenous people and created these fucked up towns full of criminals and convicts. You know, that's why the, 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 those spaghetti westerns are always muddy and dirty and shit. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's a reflection of, you know. Morality. The, and, the, yeah, yeah. The, 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 how <laughs> America was built on violence. So this follows all those tropes and it also um, does a little shout out to the Wild West shows, um, which is an interesting thing about, you know, the Wild Bill, Wild West shows that mm-hmm. happened, started popping up in the late 1800s, early 1900s. You know, they, they drew big crowds where, you know, people would go, and, yeah, so. people would go see, you know, these Wild West shows, Indians on horseback, because it was like their only way to, you know, get involved, get a glimpse of Native culture. And a lot of natives went to these, took part, like Geronimo, Sitting Bull, took part in some of these shows. Because it was the only way that they could be themselves without getting, you know, persecuted for it. So um, it actually goes into that. So it, really cool show. If you're into Westerns, check it out. I, the You know, um, really fucked up characters out of a Mad Max. Like some of these characters look like they're out of a Mad Max movie which was also mm-hmm. borrowed from Westerns, you know, <laughs> Mad Max was like the lone gunslinger saving the town, you know? Um, so yeah, the English cool ass Western, check it out on Amazon. I really dug it. I was going to write a review, but somebody beat me to it for the website that I'm writing for. But uh, yeah, I could go on and on about this. So, mm-hmm. but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right. So yeah. Number four I'm going to do is what is this? I don't know what this is. Oh, Atlanta. Okay, yeah, definitely gonna put Atlanta on there. Season four may have been my favorite season of the entire show, and it may have up- elevated to at least maybe being somewhere in my top ten shows of all time. Like it's up there because last four just had some excellent, awesome episodes, just back to back to back. There were a few episodes that were kind of like low, like they were just doing shit, but that last episode like really, really brought it up together. Like I said, we I've talked about it before when it went to the sushi restaurant that was owned by a black person and didn't want to eat there. Then a black person basically chastised them for, oh, you don't want to eat here because a black person's cooking you the food. But if, but you'll eat this food if somebody else is doing it, but you don't trust your own people. And it kind of summed up what Donald Clover was doing with this show. Like people call this show black surrealism. Like we watch surrealistic shows all the time. But when it comes from a black person, we want to have pushback from it. So yeah. that's what he was going with that. And I, and I appreciate that for that. No, so, yeah. I, I, I agree. I mean, I see that like, you know, ah. Uh, like non-minority feel like like again like the guy who did the northman and and the lighthouse he can make these weird avant-garde movies about you know but you know when a you know native director does it it's weird that's weird right because you you put them in a box you expect them to make (laughs) this type of thing it's not exotic enough or whatever you know it's got yeah like minority or black movies or native films or whatever have to be a certain way but you know 
you know, white folks can make all these weird fucking experiments. Right. There, there's no, there's know? no box. You can just be yeah, out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that's the thing. So I, I appreciate it for that. And plus it was just, we had a movie in, I mean, the TV show ended up because at the end of the day, they escaped the black sushi restaurant and go to Popeye's. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, which was also symbolism, but yeah. All right. So what, what you got? Um, Peacemaker. Oh, okay. Fucking great, man. <laughs> it it was great. That theme song. The theme song is stuck in your head. <laughs> the fucking action was over the top. Coolest, goriest, brutal action. Some of the crudest humor, you know. It was but hilarious. The show was, was hilarious. hilarious. He's an asshole. He's a Nazi, a racist Nazi murderer. <laughs> <laughs> who we somehow give a fuck about <laughs> right because it made his dad even worse than him like yeah. at least he got his dad so yeah. yeah and it's woke as fuck you know he's a <laughs> racist nazi fucking murderer who becomes friends with a lesbian black woman at the end <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah, and i a... cared about everybody on the show by the time yeah. the show ended peacemaker yeah. vigilante die job everybody like it. that's our story story was sad <laughs> like it made me like at the end when he was running around I was like man please don't kill that job don't kill him <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the coolest super like my favorite superhero show of the year. i mean i was gonna put the boy the boys almost got it on here but no i like Pe- boys was awesome too this year but yeah I, I gotta give it to peacemaker you know yeah it was there so number three for me is the boys oh there you go there you go it was gonna make it on here anyway the boys was just awesome the way the first frame of the first episode opened up had everybody like what the fuck (laughs) i'm not gonna spoil it for you i'm not gonna talk about it i want you to be shocked just as i was when i watched that you know oh but it's a storyline going through it jensen ackle showed up as basically asshole captain america he was awesome like why hasn't he played like a superhero before i mean he should have been that um hero gasm man mother's milk just cut the end of it <laughs> uh just so many awesome things that, and i like how they did oh uh, uh what was the guy's story that the, the black guy what's his name uh a train oh, his storyline yeah his storyline was was kind of fucked up because he was trying to i'm trying to go back to my roots but it kind of showed how corporate america was basically profiting off this shit yeah. and the show is just telling you this shit right up front you know like, like damn and like yeah. all the disclaimers you know, yeah. you know, Vought does not believe in racism. Like, like they, got, <laughs> right. like they're constantly doing the disclaimers and shit, so they cover their asses. And yeah, I mean, Homelander is was like the most scariest in this fucking season, right? And the, like, I thought they fuck. couldn't, I thought he couldn't top it the other way. He really went there in this. I like, yeah, I gotta kill him after a while, man. He's he doing some just good. didn't give a shit. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> but it, that's the whole point of it because when the more asshole he became, the more followers he got. Yeah. And that's commentary right there. I'm like, yeah. oh, damn. So. That's why Top Gun got a <laughs> <laughs> We got in trouble for that. <laughs> when I said what the boys said, everyone said I was racist. <laughs> oh, you can't say it, Eli. <laughs> You're in a the box. The boys can. Yeah, <laughs> right. I should have signed in as Homelander. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So uh, you got number two? Yeah. Two? Yeah. What do I got? Oh, Andor. Andor, okay. Um, an adult Star Wars show. Who would have thought? <laughs> who who would have thought that Disney would allow this to happen? <laughs> Star Wars for adults. <laughs> <laughs> There's no lightsabers. 
Darth Vader doesn't show up. The Emperor doesn't. Baby Yoda don't show up. <laughs> no baby Boba Fett or some shit. No, you don't know. <laughs> it's just a straight up examination on fascism and the birth of rebellion and all the ill shit the rebels had. To, the rebels ain't 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 as clean as you think. You know, <laughs> the rebels had to do a lot of dirt to get to so Luke and Leia and Han could get those men. Right, where the old movies paint them as good guys, they're like, nah, yeah. maybe you know. Yeah, um, uh, it, it it did go a little bit long, but it's still just the, the very well acted. Some of the coolest dialogue, thematically and cin- cinematically, the light, the use of the lights, the light and the dark. It was a theme going on. There's the episode, the heist, where they're on the planet with the eye. They call it the eye. It's just a celestial event where the rings of a planet hit the moon's atmosphere and it causes this big giant meteor shower event where it, the, the, the sky just lights up. Um, that's, the, that's the heist when they, they, they escape the Imperials by going through that, that of celestial event. And it's the spark that, that in, influences, that inspires the rest of the galaxy. Way hey, somebody ripped off the empire. Holy shit, somebody's standing up to the Empire and inspired like the light. You're talking about the light of the rebellion, the spark of the rebellion. That's what that eye represented. <clears throat> um, Andy Circus, when they're in the prison, and Andor's trying to like get him to like like let's escape, let's plan the escape. And and Andy Circus's character don't even want to listen to him. He's like, Hey man, how many guards are on duty? How many guards? And he turns off the light in his cell. Like, nope, I don't even want to. I'm gonna stay in the dark. I'm going to stay, you know, stay asleep. You know, there's a scene in um, uh, the Galactic Senate where Mon Mothma, who stole the show for me, Mon Mothma's character arc was awesome. How she had to play the chessboard and wheel and deal and plot and scheme under the watchful eye of the Empire was awesome. There's a scene where she's in the Galactic Senate, you know, where where the floaty things, you know, and she's proposing a bill. And you see all the pods, their lights are going off. Their lights are turning off. It's all darkening. Like, nope, we don't want to know. We're going to stay in the dark, you know. So mm. there's all these themes of the light and the dark and how the light inspires. Light, you know, sparks the rebellion. Um, so, and like I said, it gets dark. It gets super dark. It's what I wish the Boba Fett show was, you know. Mm-hmm. I totally think that Disney was like, let Tony Gilroy say, hey, yeah, all right, go do whatever the fuck you want. You're not using the volume? Okay, cool. Go make your show. <laughs> We're using the volume for Baby Yoda and Mando. You, Oh, you stay in England and do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> you know, because, yeah, they almost dropped the F-bomb. <clears throat> they were swearing. In a Disney project, yeah. They said shit twice in this show. The in first Star time Wars, I, yeah. I never heard them say shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, somebody said shit. <laughs> Not BAFTA fodder nope, or some or shit. Fodder, no, yeah, <laughs> BAFTA fodder. <laughs> yes, they're swearing. Yeah, um, they they almost dropped an f bomb, but I guess that's the only thing Disney said. No, we're not going to let you do. That. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, great show. One of the coolest Star Wars things I've seen in a while. It does get a little long. There are some episodes that that you know are filler. But some of the characters, some of the like 
what's his name? Cyril, that fucking stalker, fucking imperial guy, the main, I, the female imperial agent. Holy shit. Like, these are some of the scariest Star Wars villains I've seen in a while. Like, they don't need the Sith. Like, the Sith ain't shit on these assholes. <laughs> <laughs> the Emperor is only mentioned in the background. And they're, again, he's to be feared. Like, they, they, you can tell that everybody's scared of the Emperor. Right. But he you know, never but seen, he nev- just, just talked about You never yeah. see him. And and everyone's saying, oh, um, Luthien, the Skargsgard, his character. Like, is he a Jedi? And I'm like, no, don't make him a Jedi. Don't ruin the cool shit. And just have him be this ruthless fucking asshole who will do anything for the rebellion and sacrifice all oh, that. Oh, the scene with Saw Gerrera. Saw Gerrera's in this. And he's talking about how they're going to sacrifice an army to maintain the cover and maintain the secrecy of the rebellion. And he's like, it's a necessary sacrifice. And R- Saul Carrera is like, I just call it war. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, oh, so yeah, the rebels did some dirt, man. <laughs> so yeah. Andor was awesome. You know? So yeah. My number All right. two. All right. So my number two already was one on the list. Peacemaker. Yeah, not really sure what else we could say about it. It was awesome. Like I said, John Cena sold me as a comedic actor, which I've never sold on before. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the show that got James Gunn the job. You know, well, yeah. Suicide Squad in this, but yeah, but both of those together got him the job of running DC. So yeah, so all right, uh, we go. Good so shit. what? What's your number one? Got never never say we talk about Peacemaker. We talked about it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, my number one is Rutherford Falls season two. Okay. Um, which has now been canceled, sadly. Um, the show about uh, you know uh, a native reservation and the casino and this woman who works, you know, trying to preserve the history of her tribe and her friendship with, you know, the guy, the town. What is he like? The mascot or whatever? He's like the relative of the guy who founded the town. Yeah. Um, and their friendship and how they deal with the politics of the town, the the reservation politics and all that stuff. It's a comedy. Um, it's a sitcom. It's like the first native sitcom I ever, you know. Which we've talked about that. We want to see that one day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sadly, it it got canceled. I don't think America is ready for native humor that like that. Um, but uh, but I loved it. This is a show. It's like my community now. I have it on in the background as well a lot too. I'll just throw this on. Um, season two deals with the aftermath of. Nathan finding out he's not really a Rutherford. Um, what's her name? Regan, the main character. She's um, trying to get her museum built and she finds a new love interest. Um, little Bobby Yang, the, the assistant, is running for mayor against this like Republican right wing native woman. <laughs> so she's okay. like a native, she's like a, like a native Trump. <laughs> you know? Okay, I don't know how that works, but okay. <laughs> yeah. And they're trying to like, get bobby yang the you know the transgender teen to run against her for mayor and and terry you know the casino guy is like pushing him because he doesn't like that woman he, he wants he wants control over the town and shit you know right. so there's all this political shit going on they deal with tribal politics there's an episode where regan's trying to apply for land and she goes to the tribal office and has to deal with that bureaucracy it was hilarious you know especially if for natives who know that how tribal government works that was hilarious there's a halloween a native halloween episode where they go to a (laughs) halloween party (laughs) you know 
Um, yeah, there's an episode where uh, um, where they're doing the uh, um, they make fun of what's that show? Fuck, ah, that western show on it's like huge Yellowstone. They make fun of Yellowstone. How do they make uh, fun of Yellowstone? They there's a a fictional show called Adirondack, which is basically like a, a version of yeah. Yellowstone, and <clears throat> Terry and Reagan become tribal consultants, cultural <laughs> consultants on that show, and they got to go to the set. And, 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 you know, they go to the, the, that TV show set and it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the show. I'm bummed that it got canceled. I like it slightly better than reservation dogs, which I think can get can, reservation dogs is good, but I get bummed out watching that. sometimes. <laughs> and I know that's the point. I know it's very emotional and it deals with this tragedy and stuff. But man, I want to. I just, I just want to have fun, right. man. <laughs> right. What's it come? Right. I want to. I want to. I want to. And and you know, Rutherford Falls celebrates native joy the way no other show or movie really ever has. So that's why I love it. You know, I want as a native person, I want to smile. Damn it. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to be reminded of how shitty the world is. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my number one show of 2022 winning time easily winning time i never even heard of this we talked about it well we never talked about it you and i never talked about it (laughs) gomer and i talked about all the time but yeah okay Okay. so it's about the 1980s season of the la lakers never okay never okay never said that anyway (laughs) So what they did, everybody on the show, they they reenacted what everybody's acting like. Magic Johnson is an actor. Jerry Buss, you know, is played by John C. Riley. Yeah, you can see him right there playing it. So he's right there. He's the owner of it back then. It's their championship season. Uh, and it's basically just awesome. It, it basically, like, if you know the history of that season, then you kind of know it. But it, like, goes into detail about it. How, basically, Magic Johnson was a sex fiend. You know, he was a nympho. Just screwing just everything. Uh, Jerry Buss. Also an info because <laughs> he was like a billionaire could do whatever he wanted. Uh, people had control issues on there. So you like these people, you've seen them in different light. Pat Riley was like anger issues, choking people and shit. You're like, wait, what the hell is going on here? So it is like giving you a different light on like people were getting pissed. Like the real, because the people are, they're still alive. You know, they're making the show about, you know, it's like, you can't make this show about me like that. Well, I mean, you kind of act like that right now, the way you're reacting. So, yeah. So I thought it was awesome. Well acted. Uh, the scenes that you know that I remember they reenacted to a point to a T. Like if you see, you like, damn, is this like how much detail did he do in this? So yeah, easily the best show of twenty twenty two to me in my opinion. So yeah, cool. so uh, I, what is this on? Is it on like Hulu? Or uh, HBO. Oh yeah, because I never even heard of it. No. I thought we talked about it, but oh well. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I yeah. Well, I'm I suck at basketball. I I so not a basketball. Well, <laughs> I well, can't play way, it. I don't watch it. I, well, it was Magic Johnson's first season. It was legendary. If you know okay. basketball, yeah. you know this because it's been documented, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. He was a rookie that won. Whatever. Okay. okay. Anyway, next part. Comics. Let's talk comics. comics. Yeah. We let's go. talk comics. We'll, we'll get there. Honestly, I don't really have much to get into because I can't really think. Of, should we talk about issues or seasons or, or, or series? <laughs> I, I just did series. That's what I did. I should have did series. I did. I, I did mean, it's, whatever, dude. Do whatever. I, you know. I do whatever. Uh, I, I'll let you. I'll let you go first. Oh. What, what you get? Number five. I got that world's finest, the Superman Batman 
that first arc anyways the first arc the first arc yeah the first yeah. arc. okay against the magic person and yeah the uh, devil is the demon yeah. yeah 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 and they did all this weird cool. magic shit to, to fight and stuff like that yeah yeah superman remind me to yeah. me i, I honestly I, I need to do an excerpt of that i need to make an excerpt of that a clip okay. of that whole right. thing i got it i i'm gonna do it in the next day it will be up by the end of this week that's my guarantee for everybody listening cool. so um that's it my oh, oh this is, that's all i got superman oh. batman <laughs> Superman, <laughs> Batman. what you expect okay so what do i got next i don't even know what what am i about to, what am i about to click that really is that x-men is that the no. old x-men or immortal oh, the old avengers like, okay i'm oh. being very specific avengers 1 million bc that that issue that one issue that came out okay the reason i'm putting it on it because so much crazy shit happened in that one book that jason Aaron just like stuck his dick in the continuity and like i'm gonna just rearrange anything the way i want to but shinga is no longer the black panther the first black panther some random dude we've never heard of is it phoenix is thor's mother for some oh, reason yeah, 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 yeah. uh a married the brood queen and they tried to take over the earth a million years ago and the black panther that we don't know killed the brood queen that's why annihilus hates earth why i don't know other weird shit happened like okay you just just you just said fuck it and just gonna throw all this shit in here that's how i know that once he's done all this shit will be retcon everybody's gonna forget all this just shit he just said snap it away <laughs> just snap it away it never happened yeah. so, you're not even gonna just explain it it just never happened so yeah so but so I, for the balls of him to do that shit that's why i put in the top five so yeah uh what what's number four i said hulk versus thor um, I want I wanted to put this in here so bad. I want to put this in here so bad. I didn't know what else to put. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now my I thing just, is it it start it started for me it started yeah. there. It started yeah. there. But it, it, it just, went downhill quick. It was a yeah, did it stick the landing? Oh, Thor's never been as po- never was always holding back in the end and he eh, whatever. Like, yeah, that's but a cop out. Yeah. It's a fucking just a big stupid dumb fight. It knew it was a big stupid dumb fight. It even had commentary. The watcher just telling the audience, <laughs> "Yeah, this is a big stupid dumb fight because that's all you comic fans all really give a shit about." <laughs> he was eating popcorn while he was saying the whole time, looking yeah, in yeah. the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was a cool commentary. It's like oh, all this bullshit. You just want to see punchy punch shit. That's all. That's all you give <laughs> a fuck about. So here's the the biggest, the two strongest motherfuckers ever fighting. And it's just a dumb summer blockbuster, and it was fun. Yeah, was it a little? Did it a little anticlimactic and kind of eh in the end? Sure, but, but it did start strong. It started strong. Yeah. I give you that. But yeah, so. like where they just punch each other and explode planets and shit, and <laughs> you know, you so, know. So oh, yeah, Hulk I, versus I, don't I don't have a number five. Anyway, did I say this one already? I think I said this one already. Oh, what is that? The Batman v Superman, but uh, no, issue number four, I think the one. With a fusion dance and turning to Superman, Batman combined with Real Finest? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was in there. And they fight like everybody, but they only got like 30 minutes to beat everybody and oh, like beat the fuck out of yeah, everybody. That's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> awesome issue. Awesome issue. So, yeah. Cool. Right. Um, What do I got? I will do. What the fuck is it though? I will do Ghost Rider. Okay. How many runs were there? There was well the new one, the Benjamin Percy run, just that the one where he's been possessed, he was possessed by that exhaust demon, and that, that FBI, one, okay. the goth FBI chick is after him and shit, and like searching for him. And it's basically a monster of the week. Every every month is like a new weird 
monster he's fighting. You know, um, not at the, the issue where Wolverine like pulls the demon out of him. And shit. <laughs> it cool. Yeah, it's just a <laughs> that fun, was an awesome issue. Yeah, yeah. talk about that. One. It's just a fun hard book with super, you know, Marvel doing horror with Ghost Rider. It's just fucking cool, cool shit. So yeah, I've been yes, digging so. it. Uh, I feel like I'm cheating. I only got four. I'm gonna, oh, before I get to that, I know which one that one is. I'm not going to pick that one. Third one. I'm going to cheat. I know I was doing issues. I'm going to do a series. Third favorite series, Robin. Not the Tim Drake bullshit. The Damian Wayne one. Where he's on the island or whatever? Where he's on the island doing the Lazarus thing like that. I read the whole thing. The thing is awesome. It's basically what you expect, a Shonen Jump manga. That's what it is. Where he like a whole bunch of other anime kids, not anime kids, but you know, just a whole bunch of kids on this shit like that. Uh, one of the kids, spoiler alert, turned out to be one of his brothers. Well, it turned out to be his brother. Okay. By Deathstroke and Talia. I do remember. Yeah, I do recall yeah. something about that. Yeah. yeah, some weird shit like that. So, and I think you read that book or whatever. Like was that that, so, yeah. that Deathstroke War? Was that this year or last year? I think that was this year. That was this year. Yeah. Because hmm. that was have- part of this book. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I should have put that on there because that was a should fun have, event. Only reason I didn't put it because I, I didn't read the whole thing. I didn't read the whole thing on it. That's yeah. all. But no, I read like all a... the times and everything. I thought that was last year though. Mm-hmm. It was this year because I, I'll I remember put that reading. instead of Hulk versus Thor. I don't. Whatever. Okay, we'll, we'll put that on. <laughs> I will mention yeah. the Deathstroke War or whatever the fuck. It's all I'm saying. If you want a fun book to read, get in, get out. Simple. Read the Robin book because that Robin book it turns out is actually going to be like a thing going on next year because that whole devil devil Neza thing started in the robin book and then it roared the rose finest then went to this new shit now it's going to go to the crisis next year so yeah but it was just a fun book because it was just robin being like naruto or goku or some shit like that he was just (laughs) doing that shit you know believe it he pretty much was i was like hearing anime music (laughs) he even had a rival because every anime first has a rival uh green arrows kid but like that there was like his vegeta his his rival (laughs) shit like that you know so yeah so uh what, what you got next uh nightwing tim tom, oh tom. yeah yeah okay not tom king tom taylor tom, king. <laughs> tom taylor's night king or, no. <laughs> just fuck that all the way up. <laughs> no tom taylor's nightwing <laughs> <laughs> say that five times fast yeah um yeah just a fun this has been a fun but probably the only DC book that I've been reading consistently. Even I, I, I dropped Batman like multiple times for the past few years, but I've been consistently reading the Nightwing book just because it's fun. And Dick is now a billionaire and he's trying to do good, good with his money. And, you know, the whole going against Blockbuster and then finding out that whole thing with that, what's her name? The Zuko or whatever. The mayor is now his sister. You know, right. there's that whole revelation. The same dude that on. killed his parents, but yeah. Yeah, um, that and then that heartless, that that serial killer that rips out people's hearts. He's like a psycho, super powered serial killer. Is cool ass villain. So, um, and yeah, it was cute. Him and him and Bat Batgirl are, you know, are are banging now. It's it's cute. And and I will so, say this: that probably had the best covers of any comic. On the, the art show. is awesome. Yeah. And yeah. talking about show and jump and the anime style, those multiple, you know the multiple night wings in the same panel yeah. kicking I ass think they showed that yeah I think they showed that someone like somebody drew a mural yeah like, there's like oh, multiple oh, covers where it's like Tim yeah. the action going down it's cool yeah cool that shit yeah so 
Yeah, good point. Good, good choice. Good choice. Okay. My number five. I'm not cheating, even though I feel like I'm cheating, but the last Ronin, number five. Is that the la- <laughs> yes, the last issue came out this year. Okay. We've been reviewing that book for the last three years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how long it took to come out. <laughs> it is yeah. awesome. Yeah. So since since it's, it did finish in 2022, it, it was like January 2022, but it's still it's still finished. <laughs> it so, still counts. Yeah. Still counts. So yeah. So yeah, and, I bought the hardcover. I thought it was so cool. I I got I got to own this. Yeah, got, if there's one book we recommend, The Last Ronin, go read it. Ninja Turtle fan, especially if you're a Ninja Turtle fan, go read it. It's awesome. I got to say, yeah, I mean, I ended up buying the, the Ninja Turtle game. I've been the Shredder's Revenge. And yeah, I, yeah. it's See, kind Eli, of a I was thinking about, for me. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about doing like a, a clip, like a review clip of that. But the thing is, it took so long for it to come out. Our review style and the show changed in between. <laughs> we were still, we were still like only audio only. Right, I had like a Jerry curl, you know. You <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, nah, I don't want to bring up those old footage again. We just, just leave that in the past. So yeah. <laughs> All right. So who, who's next? Is it me or? Oh my my number one, and you probably already know. Do a power bomb. Do a power bomb, yeah. Yeah, Daniel Warren Johnson. Like I said, I, I love him. I love this guy. I love his art. I love his writing. Pretty much everything he does, I will read. And mo- and it's pretty much always awesome. Like the Beta Ray Bill book last year was dope. The year before, the Wonder Woman Dead Earth book was dope. Um, People are just now founding out about that book. Yeah. Because you murder- talk about for anybody, and now it's like, be catching on so. yeah murder falcon was awesome extremity like his shit is just dope i love his art style very gritty very raw very visceral action but his books are full are full of emotional drama and just make you sad like yeah i i choked up i choke up while reading his books and i choked up while reading do a powerbomb it's his ode to pro wrestling he's a huge pro wrestling fan and this is what it is this is a his tribute to pro wrestling the art is awesome the action is awesome seeing the refs these panels of the wrestling you know moves is great his done in his uh art style great book uh yeah uh, i mean if i gotta pick you know series this and last ronin as far as like collected mini series or whatever <laughs> <laughs> out of the past couple years yeah so do a power bomb dope shit okay so my number now i know we've been i've been hopping around between series and issues like that i'm just doing issue number one favorite issue of last year and i'm pretty sure you know this batman 130 i have not stopped talking about batman is that the one where he goes to space that's the one when he goes to space because so much awesome <laughs> shit happens in that book it's so fucking insane i was like this is the most insane shit i've read all year because it's not just him going to space him landing, going back into space, Superman fighting failsafe, getting his ass kicked, and then what that shit he said about Tim, where he finally admits that Tim is the best Robin, but like, like what he means by best Robin, like best compliment to him, like uh, uh, Dick always freestyles. Jason never listened to what I what I have to say. I'm not even going to mention Damien, but Tim, <laughs> you know, he actually like we click like as a team dynamic duo. He's the best fit for me. I like that's. That's pretty good shit right there, you know. And Failsafe is just a awesome villain. Terminator Batman that power superpowers prep time. I was like, 
This is awesome. Like you crammed all this it's in a, just one book. It's a Sentinel Batman. It's like yeah, a basically Sentinel Ultron Batman, Sentinel Batman, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But yeah, I was like, yes. So, oh man. So that's all I got. So those are what we recommend. Some of these, yes, I know it's batshit crazy. You're like, okay, these folks are insane. Some of these we really, really do recommend. If you are not familiar with it, pick it up and go listen to it. The ones that we stress to go pick up, go pick them up. Go look at them. Go watch them. RRR. Watch that shit now, tonight. It's go cool. It's a dope yeah. movie. If you've never seen it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else we got? or No, I think we, we went epic. So, yeah, this mm-hmm. is another. We're making up for ma- for missing last week. Look, if every movie is going to be three hours long, our podcast is going to be two hours long. From now <laughs> on. Epic. Just just two people. You know? We're not like this. Geese and Cowboy. We got four guys. No, we can do the same amount of work. Twice as much work with just two guys. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, like I said, I think so. We're going to end out on the Gangsta Boo song. Yeah, it, it takes me back. Shout out to her. Shout out to Three Six Mafia. All that. Good journey. Uh, and we're gonna have some more shows. Twenty three. We don't know what's gonna happen. We will see how it goes. We will be water. Yeah. Well, I'll be water. You'll be fire. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have cool books. Yeah, we didn't do new comics this week because it wasn't that good of a week. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that Black Panther book getting canceled. Oh, really? The yeah, John Ridley, really liked Ridley's one. Really, I think the next issue after this is the last one. So, fuck it, whatever. I, there's no really point to even review it now. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. And also, before we leave out, give us your top 10 or best or favorite or whatever. Top something. Cool. Anyway, yeah. we're out. Everywhere, traveled over by the max and the players, you still in there acting like you unaware.